Hi there, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. We're real-life best friends, but we met playing fake-life best friends, Turk and JD, on the sitcom Scrubs. 20 years later, we've decided to re-watch the series one episode at a time and put our memories into a podcast you can listen to at home. We're going to get all our special guest friends like Sarah Chalk, John C. McGinley, Neil Flynn, Judy Reyes. Show creator Bill Lawrence, editors, writers, and even prop masters will tell us about what inspired the series and how we became a family. You can listen to the podcast Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach and Donald on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Myself and the National Highway Transport Safety Administration want to remind you something. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everybody else around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Be safe this holiday season. What's up, everybody? How are you? I'm Ray Harkins, and this is 100 Words or Less. This is our best of 2018 episode. This is the one that really, really gets people excited. Uh, It's like one of our most downloaded episodes of the year. I love it so much because I get to hang out with friends and talk about music, which is uh, basically what I've built my life on. (laughs) So for those that are the uninitiated, I have two guests, Joey Cahill, who runs 6131 Records, and Jeremy Bohm, who is the vocalist for Touche Amore and also uh, Hesitation Wounds, and puts out some great, great poetry books if you have... uh, you know, done yourself a favor and picked one up. Awesome. If not, go do that. Okay. So we've been friends for years and years and years, and we've done these year end lists, uh, since like the early two thousands. And, uh, when the podcast became a thing, like then we just started to do that on this medium and that is what we were doing. So I love this episode so much. It's, uh, it's just, it's great because it basically feels uh, like what I want everybody to feel, the excitement of music and the excitement of new records and uh, or bands that you haven't uh, discovered yet. And that's, uh, that's a lot of what happens on this. So anyways, you, uh, you must, you must visit rockabilly.com and use the code PC Jabberjaw because they have amazing merch. They can, uh, you know, if you pay a little extra, you can probably get it shipped in time for the holidays. I'm not, not a hundred percent positive about that, but uh, they got great presents they got great gifts they got uh they got everything there and it's all high quality stuff you're not seeing any bootleg material whatsoever it's all officially licensed by the bands they get paid it's great i love it so much so rockabilia.com pc jabberjaw 15 percent off your first order so uh yeah we're just gonna dive right in because this is uh, a long one and uh i just i i want to i want to get to it i want to listen to it myself okay so uh yeah i'll be back for one more episode next week uh, with uh, TJ Bonnet from As Cities Burn, and uh, so yeah, I'm not going to do an outro on this one. I'm just going to uh, you know let it let it fade quietly into the night. <laughs> so uh, that's what we got, and here is the best of 2018 episode with Joey Cahill and Jeremy Bohm. Yay, friends! We are here <laughs> in person, in real life. This is the first time in what three years? Because the last San Diego, prob- I wasn't last time. I was in San Diego three years ago. Yeah, and I think we did that. Well, I can't remember if we did. No, that. that was the year that Jeremy was not able to make it. No, or the year we recorded it and then you lost it. That, that was that was, that was Skype. Yeah, that was Skype. That was oh. Skype. Yeah, don't try to 
I'm just starting another bus. I know. I think the last one was at your old place. Yes. So that was a good. We took a photo. We did take a photo. Oh, that was it. Popped in my time hop. Time hop a couple couple days ago. That's good. You're like so a, that you're was, like a mom. Did you happen to notice that? What? How many years? I think it was like four years ago. There you go. Four years ago. Maybe three. I this, don't remember. This is a monumental occasion, and I do get like it's funny. Come like September, people started hitting me up, being like, "You're going to do that?" It's like, yeah. Like it's been pretty consistent. Like pr- prior to this podcast even existing, we did this collectively yeah. to no one. Paid and I attention. think you've been at everyone except for one time you were gone. And that was like 2013. Or and something. was it Brandon? That's Chris Hansen. Hansen. Oh, yeah. not in, inter- interesting substitute. <laughs> <laughs> he's a chatty cat. <laughs> I love Chris. Yeah. He's well, he his, number, his number one record was a record. He had not heard yet. If I remember correctly, I do remember the Taylor Swift record. I, yeah, he it was, a t- and he hadn't heard it, and he put it as number one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a preemptive. Oh, Chris Hansen. I know. As he lives in the high desert now, man. More, <laughs> more power to him, dude. He's fascinating to me. He's extremely fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> very fascinating to me. Um, but this is this is exciting because this, we're back. Yeah, no, you made the trip out here specifically just for this. For this. I fly no, home tomorrow. No, the reason you get <laughs> sent got out here yesterday. We send you out a private jet. To fly you out here, podcast business. <laughs> podcast business. Same thing for Jeremy. If he's ever on tour, he cancels his tour, mm-hmm. flies out. I actually flew here from Burbank. <laughs> I flew to Orange you, County from Burbank. Did you borrow uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, helicopter to take you out here? I uh, know it was my own. <laughs> <laughs> With that, the two the touche money yes. just flying out just, of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the, Scrooge McDuck. That's me. <laughs> So I want to I want to tee this up to where well we were all talking about before we started recording our lists finalized like a couple hours ago for most of us. Yeah. I think I finalized my list sitting here. Okay. Yeah. I'm there's a strong chance that as I'm looking at my list I'll go maybe that's 7. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this is 6. I'm, that's always been pretty arbitrary for us though. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think this year <laughs> go ahead. I could arguably make a case that any one of these records could be my number one. Like I don't have a standout like this was my favorite. Like, I mean, I guess I made one number one title. Say yeah. it's my favorite record of the year, but like every year in the past, it's been like, Oh, hey, this is my favorite record of the year. This and feels maybe, very interchangeable for me too. Yeah. And maybe not all of them, but like, no, I could probably make a case for all of them. Yeah. I could, I could make a case for a good, a good chunk of my, well, like I would say probably maybe 30% of my records. I could make an argument for that. So not a majority, About three, but maybe four. Yeah. Is that how you do math? Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going to, well, I'm going to tease this really quick that, uh, I'm doing something this year that's never been done on this podcast before. So Holy you guys just be ready for that. Crap. I had a tie at number one last year. So that's true. Oh, is, is Jeremy going to put it? Is Jeremy going to put an EP? Did you had a tie? It did. He did have a tie. tie. Julian and Alexis or Alex, Alex Leahy tied at number one. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we still. I think we still forced him to do two. Like, no, I did one A and one B. It's did you? I'm I just did? gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna throw it out there that this is still something that's never been done on the podcast. <laughs> you, you can't put EPs on there, okay? I'm just kidding. I feel like we had, someone's had the seven inch on here. I don't know. Whatever. That's something probably. I think. We, yeah, I think that's seven inch. Industry. A, a seven I think inch. we've all a soundtrack seven inch. Or, is that well, I've done soundtrack. I did a live record last year, which is like also kind of like that's true. On, it was my number one. I think the replacements live record. Uh, it was yeah, number, number one or number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm trying to break down all the norms. But you you know, are. I, I respect. I don't want to say that I'm. I'm uh, brave. You're a trail, but I'm pretty brave. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're taking risks. Yeah. 
the uh, so what, what have you guys noticed about your because obviously every year we are musical tastes they don't necessarily change but the way that we consume music changes the way that we compile lists changes um, talk 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 to me about the process I listen to way fewer records yeah than probably I ever have uh, in the past like. Yeah, and how do do you basically still just like compile them into like a playlist? Yeah, I, I put together like a playlist, and then I kind of, as I'm listening to it on shuffle, be like, "Why is this on this? I don't want this. This yeah. is going to make my removed." List. Yeah, do you put one song or the whole record? The whole record. It's a good. I think I ripped off that idea from you because I used to do just one song, and then I was like, "That's not that's not a record, right?" But also, like <laughs> by doing that, I feel like I don't get like that's how we get like. I'll put it on shuffle and be like, I should listen to that. And then I'll go back and listen to the actual record. Cause I feel like listening to songs on shuffle isn't giving me a f- the full flavor. Mm-hmm. Just a taste, just a taste. Yeah. Hot singles. What about you, Jeremy? How do you, uh, how do you compile? Um, I just kind of base it on like if I, well, okay. This is, I guess different. Um, brave that so brave. <laughs> so brave. everybody. <laughs> no, uh, I'm one of the like probably seven people that still uses a digital download or an, oh, ooh, I downloaded soul seek this year <laughs> that still exists. And it's so sick. Really? Honestly, it's so fast. Does it download? Zip no one uses it anymore. Like, uh, no, I mean, it's like, it just does like the, the track by track or whatever. Okay. But like, there's so many records that like aren't on Spotify or like maybe think things that like, I remember I used to have mm-hmm. that I lost several iPods ago, like things like the bright eyes KCRW session that was great oh. that long ago where it's just like, I wonder if that's on there. It's on there. It's just like stuff that I've missed whatever. Yeah. So like, I was like, maybe I can find things that I haven't thought about right, or whatever. And, um, so, uh, what I was, the point of this is that I, put records on my phone not just like spotify like you know like in the music section right so like whatever albums i bought that month or whatever i'll do the digital download or whatever and i'll just put them on my phone so i don't have to like worry about spotify or whatever Mm -hmm. and i find that that those are the records that i usually listen to the most or like i'll listen to it a couple times and be like maybe i don't really like this record that much maybe because it's actually physically it's on my phone and like i'm looking at it all the time and i'm like i go back to it more often so i guess that's what's different i mean i'm both like three of us still obviously are buying vinyl versions of things mm-hmm. and um if i find that i've listened to a record on vinyl several times that it's probably a standout you know because usually it's like i admit that i'll listen to the record once or twice and then i file it away and then i just listen to it digitally from then on but right. if i find myself still pulling it out listening to it right and it probably not sticking has left you. an impact some sort of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it's really rare, then I'd just leave it in plastic and just know I'm going right. to fucking just, sell yeah. that I, shit. I put it in a frame and put it yeah, on my wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, like yeah. A- as one does when you buy records <laughs> from whole foods, obviously. Yeah. Like the true collectors. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The, how, I mean, I, like I mentioned with Joey, I, or the idea that I ripped off from Joey is that I just compile them into, you know, I, I use Apple music as opposed to Spotify, which is the same thing. But, it's not the same thing. I just like the user interface better. Just works with all the I just miss audio. Can we just talk this to an audio podcast? RIP audio. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Yeah, because there's, there's, I mean, I envy the new release section of Spotify because, like, the Apple Music. New it's release. all hip hop singles, so you're not missing much. I know it's true. I guess Apple Music is the same way where they're just like, you know, I mean, sometimes I look, I'm like, oh, Anderson Puck, like, I am familiar with you. I'll listen to the record. I'm like, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. But, uh, yeah, but anyways, he, but. Side note, he was on SNL and played drums. Oh really? Yeah, it was interesting. And he reps Oxnard Hard, which is funny. Yeah, that's the name of his new record. So like all the Oxnard Hardcore kids are stoked. 
I guess. Wait, what's the background with this person? I don't know. It's his second record, and he's just a really big hip hop dude. But like, it's from Oxnard, and is Nard- I don't even know if he's from Oxnard. He's Nard- I don't know. Nardcore? He's, yeah, he's. I don't think he's Nardcore. No one's like, Nardcore that's not from Oxnard. I know, <laughs> but I, I don't know why he named his record Oxnard. So that's like a pretty Put specific. Ox- Putting Oxnard on the map. Yeah, Does he exactly. like talk about in, fucking in ill control. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it ill repute? That's yeah. not part yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the origin of yeah. well, the, the log thirteen too. Let's not forget. It's like ill repute. In control and uh, 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 the Warriors. No, they're the Tatchby. Warri- yeah, Tatchby. That's the High Desert, bro. Yeah. There's one that's going to drive me crazy. That, that <laughs> it'll come to you in like an hour. Yeah, well, I'm just going to yell it out in the middle of you giving your number one. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> thank God. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. But I found myself listening to. I mean, obviously, with the fact that I can my day job exists in podcasts, and I consume. I probably could say I consume 80 percent podcast, 20 percent music. Um, which is crazy, yeah. but the, like I did, I only find myself listening to music. Like when I work now, like when I, you know, driving or whatever, it's always mm-hmm. podcast or when I'm doing like my morning walks and stuff. But I found the records that I gravitated to where it's just like gravitated towards. were all just like vibes. Like I like the feeling that I get with certain records. Um, and like whether or not I found them to be like, you know, like I would stand on a street corner and argue with a person where it's just like, why don't you have the, I don't know. People would be like, why don't you have the Janelle Monet record on your, it's like, I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. It's like, that's fine. But it's like the, the records that I put on my list would be like, Oh yeah. They just fit that particular vibe. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I hate to use the word season of my life. Like, you know, that those couple months where it's just like, that's like the only record I listen to. Sure. And like, I mean, did you, did you guys get, I guess, kind of obsessed with records where it's just like, you keep going back to that over like a certain period of time where you're just like, I can't stop listening to it. Well, like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But this record or this year was weird because about probably like September ish, I was like, man, this year has been really rough. Like there's not a ton of records I'm liking. Like, I don't know. Like, how am I going to come up with 10? I start, and I've, I already have like a list of records I like in my phone. I was like, I guess I should start to put together like what will be my top ten. And by the time I was done, I had thirteen records, mm-hmm. and was like, oh, okay, so maybe it's not that bad. I think the issue is there's just none that were like immediately jumped out at me, right? But there are records like there seems to be a, I think a lot of older records. Like it's it's not like a you know last half of the year heavy mm-hmm. kind of thing where I think a lot of times it's like the records that come out like you know September October it's like they're so fresh mm-hmm. that those yeah, are the ones the that rec- stick with the me recency bias, but yeah. there's a lot of records that I like keep going back to sure that are the ones that made my list sure I'm so excited to tell you about YouTube music you've probably been there right hanging around late at night just bouncing around YouTube finding some rad stuff And there is so much to discover there. You can spend hours exploring new songs and artists. And now there is the YouTube music app to make everything so much easier. It is a music streaming service combining everything you'd expect from the beautiful, beautiful magic of YouTube. And it brings it all to life. It makes it super easy to find the music you're listening for. Albums, singles, music videos, live performances, even covers and remixes. You don't know the song's name? Search by the lyrics. It's that easy. The app gives you recommendations based on taste, location, and time of day. You can easily find the music trending around you no matter where you are. And with YouTube Music Premium, it's even better. You can get ad-free music that plays with the screen off or while using other apps. Enjoy your music wherever you want it, even when you're offline. 
Download the new YouTube Music app today and start a free 30-day trial. Then enjoy music for just $9.99 per month. Terms and restrictions, of course, apply. But YouTube Music, it's all here. The app is so, so awesome. I've been using it, and I love it. Okay? Now, on with the show. Well, uh, shall we dive in? Let's do it. Let's do. Do you want to do your number 10, Joey? And then you can uh, toss it around. We can ping pong around like we usually do. My number 10 was the one I literally... I was going back and forth between two records, and... I kind of at the very sitting here realized this record has been kind of in my mix mm-hmm. all year. And I just couldn't imagine my list without it. And that would be super chunk. What a time to be alive. It's oh, a good record. I haven't listened to it. It's super chunk. Like I'm the most poser super chunk fan where sure. I have not really listened to any of their old records. Yeah. They put out a record like, I don't know, it was like five or six years ago. And I was like, oh, so this is who the Get Up Kids ripped off. Like, that's yeah, the what, Super Majesty or whatever. I know. Yeah, yeah. That, that record was fucking great. And totally. then the next one, I was like, oh, I don't need this in one. But this one is like, it's it's like all about Trump. Like, it's just like, it's, I mean, it's not like, you know, an uber like punk record, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a punk record that's just pissed about Trump and it's fucking good and catchy and. Like I gotta listen to it. It's super good. Yeah, super chunk to me is is a band like Guided by Voices or something yeah. like that where it's like there's where there's just so much material yeah. that I'm like I'm like I don't like I like there's Guided by Voices records that I found that I like and I go back to them but I'm like but to celebrate like yeah it's so it, hard it, like, it becomes impenetrable like that yeah they might be giants as another band where it's just like I mean and they example. have done like one of my coworkers so it's like he's not a music head by any stretch of the imagination he likes Weird Al and they might be giants and I was like yeah, I know which is so random but I was like dude put me together like an essential playlist of right. they might be giants and so then that way it seems more digestible yeah super yeah. Ch- I mean all those bands are a prime example of like well, how does a 16 year old kid reckon with super chunk here's yeah. here's 16 records well, like enjoy. and so i went back like when that uh the th- whatever that record was called from a few years ago like after that i was like oh my god this is my new favorite band i would go back and i bought a bunch of records never listened to them right I've, I, I now have sold all of them i don't have any of them <laughs> i love yeah. that dude i now have two super chunk records right and the, i don't the care essential ones for yeah, you. The, yeah. The, yeah the modern super chunk records and they're like they're both awesome in this one. But I mean, it's like, I haven't listened to it as much recently because it, I think it came out like February or March. Yeah. It came out really. And, uh, as I was putting together my list, I started listening to it again. And it was just like, man, like it's just hard for me to not put it on there. Cause it's probably been, it was like, at one point it was like, this is my favorite record of the year. Like, right. Like number one. So the staying power is more meaningful. Yeah. So I, I feel confident having that my number 10. You know what is an interesting talking point would be that with this, with liking a band who has a extensive catalog, not ever being a fan, but then getting into them with a new record, like that's not a weird thing, you mm-hmm. know, like that, that's off often like the person's gateway, but I'll bet more often than not that in those situations, you gravitate towards a new record because it's like it sounds modern and it's and it's like well produced, recorded exactly. produced really well and then you might find that their very first record is also a banger and then you kind of get lost in the middle because mm-hmm. you're like there's a lot of like it it was modern for that time it's not so modern now right like that sort of stuff i don't i, I would imagine that's pretty common well, oh absolutely. so recently what is this big tangent uh but i 
like posted on Facebook because I people like Nick Cave was, came to LA and a bunch of people posted like live videos. And I was like, oh man, this looks awesome. Like I don't know anything about Nick Cave. I was like, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Where do I start? Oh, I remember that. You and posting about that. I literally got <laughs> every single person gave me a different, different record. record. And it's yeah, like, yeah. nope, nope. And then so someone made me a playlist. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, and that's awesome. Like that's I think what you kind of have to do when there's someone with that body of work when it's like. Yeah, you're okay. like, oh, just, so do I listen to all of his side projects like, too? Yeah, exactly. And I'm people are throwing out side yeah, projects. Yeah, yeah. Grinderman, like, listen to Grinderman. You're like, it's, it's the birthday it, party, right? Like, it's the best thing Nick's Cave has ever done. You're like, so oh. I was just like, I like, I don't know where to start. And it was like, kind of like my thing was like, I turned thirty, I can listen to Bell and Sebastian now. And it was like, Bell and Sebastian's kind of easy because there's like, and I always forget the other name of the record because. But there's Boy with the Arab Strap and If You're t- Feeling Sinister. And, and Tiger Milk. Those three are kind of energy. And it's like, yeah, yeah. but it's like, they have so many records, but it's like, you start there. Those are kind of like the universal, like, mm, well yeah. and then you can like spread out from there. Right. Totally. Whereas like, I mean, I, even with like Super Chunk, when I got into, oh God, what's that record? Magic something. Yeah, something Magic. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I got a bunch of different answers of like where to go next. And oh, it was yeah. just like. Uh, I don't have time. For no, that. there's no uh, at music. Weirdly, is subjective. <laughs> it's so weird how that happens. And then you could be like, "Oh yeah, this is the essential record." Even it's like you could even look at certain, uh, you know, but whatever, like Misfits, Descendants, like those sort of bands. People, you're gonna still have people pointing to you, just like, "Oh yeah, dude, Earth AD or, or nothing else." And you're just like, "What? No, like there's other stuff." Yeah, and so it's yeah, it's difficult. But I feel like if like living in the era we're living in, like. If you've never heard Super Chunk, I feel like this new record is a great place to start. Might as well. I'll listen to it. I highly yeah. recommend Especially it. Especially if it's anti-Trump. Oh, it's, it's, I'm I mean, in. that's like the whole, what the whole record's about. Yeah. yeah. And they've always had, uh, I mean, they've always had political undercurrents. Like there's yeah. always been a song or two about like, you know, obviously when Bush was in office, like they would throw a song or two on a record, but yeah. Like super really, pro Bush. Yeah. It's just like, you know, we're really, really glad that <laughs> oh, this is a pro, tr- I'm sorry. This is a pro Trump, Trump record. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I wasn't yeah, clear yeah. about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to throw it to Joey. Uh, right. Okay. My number 10 record is the foxing record nearer my God. So I, if I remember, I put their record, whatever that maybe 2014, 2015, I put the record on, uh, the year and less. And you guys were both like, cool. Never listen to it. Never, never will listen to the band. little has changed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, it's, it's okay. It's totally fine. Uh, I know a lot of people like that band. They are. Yeah. They're just such a weird band because they went from like being this sort of like, you know, really, sort of prototypical like midwest emo band and like this record is just like you know what what i did listen to the first song on this record yeah because someone said it was really good sound like portugal the man oh that's actually an apt comparison i never i don't listen to portugal the man for, even for a second as in like their older stuff i assume not the stuff that now sounds like no walk the moon it sounded like that new well, i got stuff the song, like whatever that massive song on the radio like that's what i heard oh Cause that song to me sounds like that happy song from Pharrell <laughs> <laughs> from, from trolls or whatever. What's it? No. Uh, um, isn't the, the feet, the happy penguin, feet the penguin movies. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, happy feet. I think that was uh, done no. by the director of uh, Mad Max Fury road. Was it really? Yeah, yeah it was. Oh. There you go. The <laughs> thing is the happy song from Pharrell is, is my nightmare. It's actually my least favorite song ever recorded by yeah, yeah. anyone. It's ever. pretty, it, it's pretty up there. It's the most, my upsetting song <laughs> my seven-year-old son hates that song too he's really like, yeah, good yeah, yeah. For respect him. well because he, he understands where it's just like yeah he's like this isn't this isn't very good this is being shoved down my throat it's like yeah dude you don't need to like it yeah it's very condescending yeah yeah <laughs> uh, what if i don't want to be happy right now exactly but this boxing record is just so weird like every single video that they did well they've done like two videos 
nothing makes sense about the band where it's like, I didn't go see them when they came through. So I don't know how much like at their mm-hmm. stage show, but basically it just seems like a really weird, but yet accessible art project where their songs, like one song can sound like Prince. Another song can sound like the national, like it's all over the place. And the fact that triple crown is being like here, like here's a lot of money and here's a lot of experimentation. It's just, I just really like, I was already primed to like the record, but then listening to it, I was just like, God, this is like so insanely ambitious. And they had a clear vision on it too. People seem to like it. I need to take time with that band. I've seen them. I saw them with Me Without You on their first record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, wow, there's a lot of stuff happening and I'm intrigued. And they have like horn players and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this is like different. And I like that it's different, but... I just like, I don't know if I just haven't had the attention. Yeah, for there's, it the, like there's a lot. And they're, they're, like I said, they do have they're If you thought they were a lot back then, like this is even more like throwing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever R and B elements, like there's Frank ocean, like there's just yeah. so many influences in there that you're just like, but at the core of it is just like really, really well written songs. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. Before we move on, I had a yes. thought that I meant to say before we started our list. That's but, fine. Um, I think this is the first year where I genuinely don't know, maybe aside from a couple records, oh, what is on lists. either of your lists. And I feel like there aren't any records that I can think of that are like, like guaranteed to be on our list. There's only one that I thought of if that's on my list that I was like, okay, I'm fairly certain that'll be on like at least one. I'm sure we're going to have a couple crossovers. Yeah, yeah. In a world where everyone is confined to their homes, society begins its largest bin watch to date. In the hallowed library of Hulu, or perhaps on a shelf of DVDs you haven't looked at in a decade, is a show that perfectly encapsulates life in the early aughts and launched a friendship that would inspire millions. Hi, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. In 2001, we starred in Scrubs, a sitcom that revealed a glimpse of what it was like to survive a medical internship. As Turk and JD, we explored guy love. Nearly 20 years later, a lot has changed. We're not supermen, but we're still best friends. Eh. Given the mandatory lockdown, there's no better time to relive the series that brought us together in the first place. And we're doing it with a podcast. That's right, people. We're going to bring friends and crew members and fellow cast members and writers. And and guess what? We're going to even invite some of you to call into the podcast and ask all the questions you want of the entire Sacred Heart staff. Join us for Fake Doctors, Real Friends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I, we'll see. We'll I know. See. But like, there's not, you know what I mean? There's not like a national record. It's like, okay, this is. Yeah. All oh, obviously, Joey. But, yeah. <laughs> like, Jeremy, you're going to put this on here. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your number 10? Uh, this one is definitely on your guys' list. Uh, the Die Hoffnung record. No. What is that? <laughs> exactly. I was excited for this one. Uh, so Die Hoffnung is uh, the band featuring the brothers from I Hate Myself. Oh. So they, yeah, so they, they uh, for those listening, I Hate Myself is a screamo band that was on No Idea mm-hmm. in like... 20 years ago, you know, yeah, very long, very seven. Right? You will find like a copy of their LP at every used. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, those actually go for money. Those do they, go for they, really? Yeah. 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 They're actually like the 10 songs the, and the four the songs sided 12 inch. Yeah. 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 They have a, they put out a thing called 10 songs, uh, which was like, like one uh, or that was an actual LP. And then they did a four song, which was a one sided. Yeah, exactly. One sided. And they're both like cardboard cover screen print things. Great fucking records. Such good records. Um, but, uh, so they, their band, 
post I hate myself was called Die Hoffnung, and they put out a, rec- a CD only on No Idea in like the mid two thousands. Wow, I had no idea, and it's good. Oh gosh, it, sorry, that didn't mean to do that. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, so I mean, they put out one, and it was a CD only thing, and like no one would have thought anything else would come of that. And then it just came across my radar that they put out a record this year, and I was like, wow. whoa, what? Um, not on No Idea. It's like some small label that there's like a out of germany right so yeah it might be <laughs> right um and uh yeah it's just like a of course like cardboard cover screen print thing awesome. whatever um but uh i don't want to totally speak out of turn i haven't done enough research into this but the the not brother member passed away oh so these songs were recorded over the last x amount of years and they finally just like put it out Got or whatever it. but it's really fucking good. It's nice. there's like a lot of elements of like slow core, like codeine, Juno 44, right. yeah, yeah. like that. There's a lot of that in it, but then there's also just like really discordy sounding like songs in it, like very discord records. Like that's cool. But, but like not your, you know, not, not the obvious like, Oh, it sounds like Fugazi, like more like it sounds like kerosene 454 or like right. that era stuff. Sure. And, and it's a really, really fun record. So it's called the uh, elegies and creation songs. Okay. Um, I'm intrigued. It's I, a, it's a good record. I think both of you would enjoy it if, because I'm assuming you were both like, I hate myself at least at one point in your life. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, nice. there's, cool. there's, there's one you can do your number nine. Uh, my number nine is a uh, hop along, bark your head off dog. It's a good record. Yeah. Good I record. didn't spend enough time with it though. That's what, this is a record that I know I liked a lot and I came back to, and there's, there's one or two songs on the record that I would say is like two of the best songs the band has ever written. Mm-hmm. It's like the first song and the last song, the last song in the record is one of my favorite songs of the year for sure. Um, but like when I was going through like what records came out this year and then I was like, Oh, the hop along record. Like that's oh, like, uh, I, yeah. I enjoyed that record so much when it came out that, it should be somewhere on my list. So like that's to say that I hadn't listened to it as much in these last couple months, but yeah. I can't disregard the impact that it had on me when it originally and came I lo- out. I, and I love like to, to me, those records speak to you. Like when you actually look like at your playlist or whatever, and then you're just like, Oh God, like of course this came out. Of course I'm going to put this on yeah. here. Right. See, I forgot that record came out and now, you're regretting it. No, I don't think it would have made my list, but I would have, maybe I really would have listened to it more. Yeah, revisited totally. it and been like, I just this? remember not liking it. I liked it, but not as, I love that last record so much mm-hmm. and not enjoying it uh, as much. But, and for some reason, I just, it kind of slipped my mind. Sure. Hmm. But yeah, it's okay. Uh, maybe I'll go revisit it. Yeah, it's, that's what, that's what these lists are for. And what's that? Oh, you know, I hate to say that, like, you know, I feel like to an average music listener, a lot of people don't get to the last song in a record before they've made up their mind on an album, or maybe they do think they like the record, but they maybe haven't really spent a lot of time with the B side of an album, you know? Um, and to that, I would say, just make sure you listen to the last song in the record. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. So, uh, yeah. Um, Ray, number nine. Number nine. <clears throat> My number nine is the literal sweatshirt that you are wearing currently. The Drug Church Cheer mm-hmm. record. I I've always liked Drug Church, mm-hmm. but like <clears throat> it was always one of those things where it just you know it felt like a you know a Patrick project where it's just like okay here's the thing that like you yeah. know he takes seriously but not to the extent where it's like okay, I feel like I need to invest like my time and effort into this. I'm just always like, cool, man, another yeah. church record. Awesome. 
this is the record where it's just like, oh man, I see what you've been building over time. Yeah. And I just saw, I just saw him, I don't know, whatever, three way, I say him, like it's, <laughs> I saw Ch- him. Do you go to the chain show? No, I went to, uh, I was at randomly in Phoenix. I was going to say, I was at the chain show. You no, I, not there. I was, re- I, I, I was still in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I love, I love the record. It's so much, it's fun, it's, fun, it's poppy, it's aggressive. Um, watching it live just kind of cemented it in there for me where I'm like, yeah, this record is really, really good. And it's one of those things where it's funny because, you know, I, you know, the band's doing well, like the band's, you know, touring well, like there's more people coming to shows and stuff like that. And, you know, it's random that it's on Pure Noise because obviously a lot of people look at Pure Noise and be like, oh, why are they putting out this record? But like, you know, it's hard. toured with Story So Far enough times that it right. just <laughs> fell into place. <laughs> but it's like, it's funny because there's no, like most records that come out on Pure Noise would not be on any lists as far as like critical acclaim is concerned. Well, they're doing but the thing that, they're doing the thing that Rise Records did where they put out a bunch of stuff for little children and now yeah. they're now they're like oh now we need to put out yeah incredible stuff or like hardcore stuff totally and so it's like yeah this direct church record is you know it's on like stereo gums list or whatever and i'm like there's no way that almost <laughs> almost almost knocked the over the water again, again. Like, yeah. but yeah there's no way that a pure noise record would ever appear on like any of these these critical critically acclaimed lists mm-hmm. yeah i just love that record fun fact this was the record I was debating between for my number 10. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy this record. See, I th- yeah, I thought it was going to, this is a record I thought was going to yeah. be in someone else's list, but I love it because it's, uh, the band is the music for this band has consistently been great, consistently mm-hmm. been catchy, consistently all those things. Um, but, uh, he would not begrudge me for saying this. Pat is success deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> like his, his vocals are yeah. very hard to digest for a average music listener. Totally. You it's know, like, try, try me. Yeah. Try, try to try to get into this. And I, and I, and I don't, I'm, I assume he did the same thing again where he, uh, probably recorded all the vocals and like, two days or something like that. And, yeah. and like with, uh, with their other records, you could kind of hear, Oh, his voice is extra blown out in this song and right. it's not as blown out in this song kind of a thing. And, um, I think that could make some of the records suffer, but this one, um, you can hear there's a lot of vocal production on it. Yep. Um, which he also, I think would be very candid being like, Oh yeah, they ought to I mean, the shit out of me. And yeah. there's a bunch of like, maybe not a bunch, but I read some like interviews and stuff where like they call like the going, this is like they're going for it record. Right. Oh, for sure. Know. Well, they, they saw, I mean, there's every opportunity to have them lean into that. Now we're just like, okay, well we're working with this label that has the resources. Yeah. Try new shit. Why not? Dude? Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. And so, but it's cool because it's still like, uh, obviously we all know Patrick very well. So it's like, but you still, you, you still hear him. You're oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. The lyrics on the record are so, so good. So great. Yeah. The, I remember listening to this, uh, in the van, uh, in Europe and the song where he, he's like, uh, when it just gets quiet and he's like, throw your sister's boyfriend down the stairs yeah. and everyone just yep. fucking lost their mind laughing. Totally. That's one of the best songs on the record. If not, that's probably my favorite song on the record. Such a good record. Um, Joey, what's your number nine? My number nine is Lucy Dacus historian. And, uh, this record is great. Um, it's low. It probably could have been higher if I came out a while ago, if I spent more time with it, but I honestly didn't really, I listened to it. And then once the boy genius stuff came out, her voice just stood out to me so much and like seeing her live. And it just was like, why am I not listening to this record? Yeah. That I went back to it and it was just like, holy shit, like this record's incredible. Like there's so much like, I still haven't listened to it for that. It's for, for no other reason other than just like, I'm like, Oh, she, I need yeah. to spend time with it. I, she I, does, I need to listen to it. Like, I don't own it on, I need to buy it on vinyl. That's what I need to do. She yep. does. So it's such as an interesting record where it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, 
singer songwriter indie rock like yeah like i mean there's a song that kind of sounds like manchester orchestra like like it's like heavier full rock band. songs yeah, yeah like it's, oh, it's okay. just it's awesome and there's something about her voice that like it's just it's like real soothing i don't know i just it's got that classic voice it's like very you know like it of modern it's you know like angel olsen like that sort of like like the 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 bassier sort of that kind of voice yeah. that it's it's yeah, i'm with you it's it's very soothing yeah I, I really enjoy it and this is also the moment where i'll talk because i did not put the boy genius record on my list because it's an ep i don't know if i'm, I'm with you as well well i broke the fucking <laughs> I know. it's okay we understand um but that's i mean the, the boy genius record would have made my list but. by the way that's not what makes me brave I, it'll be something else <laughs> um, i thought i that was my guess on your braveness but but yeah i mean if you've listened to boy genius you should listen to this record because i think you will enjoy it not to not to fucking it's not worth you know it's whatever it's i i did a talk house thing about boy genius about like super groups in general and how um, they always look good on paper, but rarely do they ever right work <laughs> prove right. right. Do exactly. they, they prove the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. Like usually it's, it's like you can kind of hear when it feels either phoned in or like, it's very like one specific member of that band heavy, you know, where you're like, Oh, it just sounds like blah, blah, blah. Right. But like the boy gene, you know, the boy genius record, uh, it, it's, it's great for a whole lot of reasons. But one of the things I talk about is one of the pros of a, one of the things that I think is a pro of a super group is it exposes you potentially to an artist that you're not familiar with. Like I was already on board with Julian and Phoebe Bridgers, like super on board. Couldn't be more on board, but I didn't know her material very well. I remember you were, I think the first person to ever tell me about her. Um, when you talked about the, this, I remember you telling me about this tour that just happened with the three of them, um, last year yeah, or something like that. Like this has been in the works for a really long time. Right. That tour that just happened. Yeah. And and I remember you telling me like, oh, it's supposed to be Julian, Phoebe, and Lucy uh, Stakis, right? Yeah. And uh, and I remember being like, I don't know who that is. And you're like, oh, she's really good. Because she put out a record on like a small Richmond label called Egg Hunt and then signed a Matador on the Matador, released it. Right. And that record's really good. But like this record is just like blows it out of the water. Right. So this is, so this is that. It's like her, I feel like this is like her coming out party almost. Okay. So yeah, this is some resources behind this in order to make this as big as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, yeah, this is like the thing that it, that like one of the pros that a super group does where it, yeah, it exposes new people to, to an artist. And I think that this maybe doesn't have the same, that doesn't have the same quote unquote level of recognition. Exactly. Whereas like Phoebe and Julian have been on top of the world for the last two years, three or Julian three. So like, yeah, it's, it's cool for her to like now have this. So like that being said, I need to buy the record on vinyl, sit with it. You obviously same thing. Same thing. Yeah, you guys should. There you go. Cool. Uh, my number eight. Yes. Yeah. I think that's why we're Wait. bouncing back to me right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always go. fuck this up. Yeah. We're about it. Raise the cop. Yeah, who tells us we're doing it wrong. <laughs> Keep you guys on the line. Raise a cop. Uh, <laughs> my number eight is uh, Courtney Marie Andrews. May your kindness remain. <laughs> Joey, he, I could make up seventy percent of his list with female singer songwriters. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, you probably wouldn't be familiar with her, but you would be. Oh, uh, all of the female vocals on Jimmy World Invented. Uh, oh, is her. Oh, she toured around that record with them. I wow. So okay. because of that, like I went to that tour and like that. Well, side note: that Jimmy World record is so underrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, basically everything after uh, Clarity is underrated. 
<laughs> well, no one ever talked talk, about you know, no, The Futures is great and Bleed American Ball, but yeah. invented. That's a, the, the secret Jimmy World record that everyone should listen to. But yeah. <laughs> let's just, we'll just cut yeah. this side of the room off. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of like knew who she was because of that. And she put out a record a couple years ago. That was cool. And then this one came out. I picked it up. And it's, I mean, I think there's part of my life where all I want is Rilo Kylie to be a band again. Yes, yep. so you're searching for her. And so <laughs> she's definitely falls in line with like, like country, but it's like. Oh, it's like Casey Musgraves. I'm just kidding. I almost made my list. Whew. Sorry. Thank, thank God it didn't. <laughs> that was played so much in the Touche van. And there's songs on the record that I admit, I'm like, okay, yeah, the song it's is good. Bad. And then there's songs that are just straight bad pop music that right. I can't hang I want to put my yeah. face in. Yeah, uh, yeah I totally agree, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways. But we'll cut this side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's definitely like country influence, but it like, it reminds me of like, I hear like a little Rilo Kylie in it where I'm just like, Oh, I need more of this. Yeah. Um, I want to lean in, but this. it's like that country. That's like, Hey, look, like I'm indie rock people like me. Yeah. Kinda. Jason Isbell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. And it's just, I mean, she's got a great voice. The, the record is awesome. Um, okay. I highly recommend it. She's very good live. Those are good. Those are Do good, you, good points. are you a Nico case fan? Uh, Nico cases, we could throw, uh, that's another one of those people, like right. Nico case impenetrable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you? so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're a fan. I like Nico case. Yes. Uh, I'm with you. I've always looked I feel like at, I would love it. Um, her new record, it's called hell on. Um, Ashley loves Nico case. And so like having the epitaph helping out, like, we have all the records on vinyl and stuff like that. And like, a, you know, we'll put them on now and then, but the newest record, uh, I mean, if you're looking for things that are Rather adjacent yeah. to stuff, Jenny Lewis has done or whatever, like I'm granted, I mean, it feels like wrong to say to, to like, cause they've both been yeah. active musicians yeah. forever with her new pornographers, everything or she's been doing records forever. But, uh, there are songs on this new record specifically. I can speak to as someone who's listened to it a bunch being like, Oh, this is very much that you would have a great time. That's good. You will have a great time. You will have a great time. I like having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, this record's great. It came out on fat possum and actually like a sub label of fat possum. So it gets out there. It's, Oh, okay. You can find it. Yeah. Um, not, not just yeah. released on Bandcamp. No, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and everyone should listen to Jimmy world invented. Boom. Moving <laughs> Jeremy. Number eight. Uh, my number eight is, uh, the portrayal of guilt record the uh let my pain be your guide record love it it, it, it the only I, I i was torn i mean because the record's like what 18 minutes long like i mean it's so short it's yeah but do you need a record do you no, need a I band like that I, no, 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 to no. be longer i i don't yeah. it, but it just it it tore me into two different camps where i was just like i love this record so much and then i was just like but it's I, like yeah, whatever. But anyway, I'm, I'm with you. It just barely, it, I did not put it on my list, but I, that was one of those records that also made like my outside list, but didn't make I the cut. admittedly very rarely listen to super aggressive music anymore. I feel like it, it, t- it takes something to like grab me and be like, fuck. Right. And every year I feel like there's maybe one or two records that do that. They might not make my list, but like, I like them, you know, like mm-hmm. the full hell record a couple of years ago. I like, I like that record a lot. Oh yeah. But, um, it wasn't on my list. I don't think no, I don't but think like so. this record, 
as soon as I heard it, I was like, like, I, you know, been going to bat for this band a long time. I feel like you and Clayton yeah. in like the same week posted about the seven inch when that originally came out. And, um, it's like all in our wheelhouses. Right. And we, yeah. and we put them on our shows in Texas on our headlining tour. So I got to see them live and I was like, okay, this band's super good. And then this record is just like, I mean, it, it speaks to the like very little amount of like even like black metal that I like, like, which is very slim. Like I could take in small doses and like, this is a small enough dose for me to be like, yes, I can like this. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously like majority rule yeah. in it, which they've always had. And, and they've interacted with the vocalists, right? And any band yeah. that sounds like that yeah. I'm in, um, it's hyper aggressive. It's all, it's all those things. So like, and it's just a fucking awesome, fun, pissed, pissed off record that, uh, I, I've, I can like listen to on my turntable, pick up the needle, get through side a within nine minutes, yeah. side B nine minutes, and then just like put it on again. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. it could just, I could listen to and it over like, and over with like a records like that. That's what I want. I don't want to like this yeah, you don't need a slog minute. of yeah, a yeah, yeah, like yeah. mosh part. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, do, I want to get I, in and get out. And if I want to get back in, like you let's do it. it. And I, I must, I'll always, always be a sucker for, for records that sound like one continuous piece of music yeah. where like the songs are stitched together. The so well, yeah, the trans, yeah. like I'm a sucker for transitions. So like, uh, well, that, that, that I love it. I mean, it, they, they add atmosphere and texture to where it's not just like you're bludgeoned for 19 straight minutes. It's like, here's a minute and a half of bludgeoning. Here's 15 seconds that will, you know, usher you into the next bludgeoning. And, right. Exactly. Like, uh, there's there's certain like hyper aggressive bands that you could listen to and be like be like it's just like song after song after song after song where it's just so aggressive all the time where you're like yeah yeah I like this but like I'm really kind of burnt out after like song six yeah I'm tired right I'm tired but like yeah portrait this portrayal of guilt record yeah there's like those moments of like yeah. atmosphere or like weird or like the part that sounds like a bunch of dudes just throwing up for like yep yeah. for like ten seconds you're like this is uncomfortable but like yeah it's taking me away from just the yeah, stuff. Yeah. So love that. Record. It's a great record. Yep. Am I passing this now? Hey, number eight. Yeah. This is a record that I know will be on zero of your radars. <laughs> uh, Casey tri- Musgraves. Tri- yeah. <laughs> Tribulation. You guys familiar with that band? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm familiar. They, okay. They, me. they put out. Uh, so fuck you, Ray. Okay. We Sorry. listen to music. I know you listen to music. So yeah, the record's called down below. Uh, Ask if I have a copy of it. How do you have a, do you have a copy of it? I do. Really? Burn. Oh, well, this sounds Dude, like I thought you just said burn. Burn. Like I was like, you have a CDR. That's what I was yeah. like. I got a, I got a CD tower. I burned seven copies. Yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, this is a record that Nicole would for sure love if you played it for. Her. I have not. Okay. But, uh, anyways, whatever they're, I think it's their third record that their second on century media. Um, they, century media, century media. Yeah. Basically it's like this for me, it's a perfect, yeah. Century media shout, <laughs> shout outs with the old labels. Um, it's a perfect combination of like, it has that whole like sort of like, uh, you know, rock and roll, uh, de- like I wouldn't compare it to entombed as far as like the aggressiveness, aggressiveness of it. Um, it's growled vocals. Uh, but it just has that like occult horror thing going on. Like, you know, the dudes where they don't wear full corpse paint, but they're like, you know, they honestly, this is maybe a bad comparison, but they look kind of like him did when they first started to come to the States. I know bad comparison, but just, I just sold my copy. But like, you know, they, whatever they have like little, like the more makeup. Yeah. They kind of, they like not full caked on makeup, but it's like, you know, they, he made himself look paler. Oh, so yeah, 
Not like makeup, like corpse. My paint. Chemical Romance. Oh, sure. Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah. Oh, I yeah. brought my copy back. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I kind of like Panic at the Disco in a way. Oh yeah, <laughs> Joey's, Joey's bought 17 copies now. Uh, but yeah, the record is awesome. It's just it it ticks all of my. I mean, the songs are like five, five and a half minutes long. Um, just super catchy. Uh, reminds me a lot of also Catatonia, which is a band that I know that neither of you. Well, you kind of like Catatonia, um, as in like that status records band no that's krakatoa <laughs> well no there's no no, no, no you're uh, ca- ca- no ca- that's krakatoa no 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 no, 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 no it's no. the homage to Cat- homage homage to oh yo, that shit is tight <laughs> oh yeah cad uh cad was the vocalist of homage to catalonia that shit yeah. was very good that was a but good krakatoa. ep that was an ep they had a full length too yeah full length too, oh yeah the full length came out on second nature i think I don't know. We yeah. just lost everybody. No, we who was listening yeah, to this podcast. Well, especially Krakatoa, vocalist of Harvest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Anyways, um, you, brought, you brought him back with Harvest. No, that's, that's questionable. <laughs> you brought the one. I, lo- I love you, Dave, but that's questionable. Um, but yeah, anyways, Tribulation, spectacular record for anybody looking for you know metalish stuff. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's as I'm a very casual like yeah. metal fan, right? And there's enough going on, and it's interesting enough. It's not just like one note. Like, no, man. Yeah. yeah. Rah, 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 Oh no, no. It's no. like there's so there's a lot verses and choruses. Yeah, and, like yeah. it's done really well. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you like that yeah. record. So awesome. Fuck off, right? I know. Well, I will fuck <laughs> right you're off, a, Joey. You're a cop. <laughs> yeah. The, you don't need the theme eat. of this is raise a cop. <laughs> I was about to say, you don't you don't need to lean on that in any capacity. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Now that we you've all done your eights, now I'm doing my seven, right? I think okay. Yeah. I am incredibly excited to talk to you about Robinhood, which, what is that? It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. So even if you are a stock market newcomer, you can invest for the first time with true confidence. While other brokerages charge you up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood does not charge commission fees, which means you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Or if you're on the web, you can view stock collections like the 100 most popular, as well as sectors like entertainment and social media, and more curated categories like female CEOs. Plus, you can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed. I love Robinhood. I had always heard about it, started to play around with it and sample it, did a few trades, and I was like, man, this is super easy. Uh, I've always respected the stock market as far as uh, people who you know do trades and stuff like that, and uh, Robinhood makes it absolute absolutely so so easy i love it so much but what you need to do is Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like apple ford or sprint to help build your portfolio sign up at words.robinhood.com that's words.robinhood.com get that free stock okay try it out it's awesome now here is the rest of our show number seven is the halloween soundtrack did you guys listen to that uh, like I saw the, the movie. I saw the movie. I mean, yeah, okay. like it's it's John Carpenter doing. Yeah, John Carpenter, his son. Well, yeah, John Carpenter, his son. So Is Trent Reznor involved in this, and Trent Reznor did a like a remix, a re- remix. him and Atticus but Ross. That's not did, like, on. It's not on this the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was just like Sacred Bones, the label. Like they just did a limited edition twelve inch, and yeah, it was so good. But the re- so I saw John Carpenter last year, and it was unbelievable. It was, I saw him at the Grove. I mean, there was like I don't know, there wasn't that many people there, but <laughs> really, like, I would think that'd be packed. Yeah, I, I think when we signed in Clamposse, there, there were so many people. There was so many people there. Still, one of the best shows we've ever seen. That's, That's so good. funny. But uh, but he like has like the projector where he like his, the scores go along with the scores of the movies. Exactly, and, stuff. Oh, and he play cool. he plays with his son, uh, which is cool. And then he plays with uh, the guitar uh, the guitarist who also did the uh, it's like uh, something Davies where he was like a bunch of 
stone rock bands like traveled in like the whole high desert caius queens of the stone age karma to burn like anyways but this soundtrack is so good because basically they uh they reimagined a lot of the songs from you know what previous halloweens but then just composed you know like 18 or 19 new songs it just uh like when it came out what was it maybe like a month or so before the movie's release it was just like it was all i could listen to just because not only did it get me excited for the movie but i was just like this is just so cool that you know john carpenter's like mid 70s and yeah. just killing it touring and being like hey son you want to like write music together it's like when does that happen so yeah. cool. i know the answer is yes but i'm gonna pretend like it's not did you listen to the halloween podcast halloween mass yeah oh oh so good oh so good. Every ad you heard in there, I sold that. Good job, right? <laughs> Thank you. I fast forwarded all of them. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, you're, you're already, you're already a demographic that's heavily advertised to in podcasts. So you're fine. Uh, anyway, so that was my number seven. I had to put up, if I did not have a soundtrack, I would have left. Top ten, I know I would have left too. Um, all right. Number seven, Jeremy. Uh, my number seven is alkaline trio. Is this thing cursed? Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Oh, wow. Um, best record from this band since Crimson. Is this your, is this your brave? Is it, are you being brave with this? This No, no, no. This is, this is just speaking facts. Okay. Mm. Um, would you disagree that this is their best record since Crimson? I think, uh, agony and irony is criminally underrated aside from, uh, the couple really bad songs that are on it. But we recently had this conversation, didn't we? Probably. Like, I just think, Agony and Irony has some of the best Alkaline Trio songs. Well, I disagree with that, but I'll I'll say that I hated Agony and Irony um, without really realizing how bad this addiction is. Because like I, I, I made I, in my head for the last long time, I was like, this addiction is better than Agony and Irony. Then I revisited the two of them and I was like, wait a minute, there's actually some pretty good there's songs. Some, I mean, it's just like the like the love, love kiss, kiss like that. Oh, that is that's one of real bad. Real. But like over and out is probably my, I won't say top five, but maybe top 10 favorite Alkaline Trio songs. Like but calling all, is it calling all skeletons? The first song? Like, yeah, the song smokes. Like it's yeah. a great there's record. Some, there's some really good songs and on it. I would put, is this thing cursed around that record? Um, okay. There, I found myself listening to this album like I have not listened to an Alkaline Trio record since Crimson. That's that's I guess my Fair for, for me Which, personally. Uh, I didn't this record Alkaline Trio is like my favorite one of my favorite bands. Yeah, and this did not make my list. But I'm shocked by that. I didn't even know this record came out, <laughs> which is so like that sucks. Um, uh, it's I think it's fantastic. Like did, I, epitaph, did epitaph put it out? Epitaph put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not marketed um, to. There's something <laughs> about it that I just like. I listen to my shame is true more than this record. That's also surprising to me. When did that record come out? Jesus, maybe three, years ago. three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, I've, maybe that's like, a record I hardly listen to uh, at all. The, the problem is, and it's interesting, I was going to bring up Alkaline Trio later in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, teaser. Uh, <laughs> but like, I'm just like, their back catalog is where I live. Like, and so like a new record to me, it's like, awesome, new Alkaline Trio. Like, cool, I'm going to listen to this. And I really like it. But like, when I see them live and they play new songs, there's like... Now, like, here's my question to you. What makes... Why do you celebrate new Jimmy world way more than you would new alkaline trio? Cause I would think they're the both they're like, not that they sound the same, but like you seem to have a love the love for, exists in both. Exactly. Uh, 
this is might sound harsh because I love alkaline trio, but I feel like they're I feel like it's just like kind of like paint by numbers when they put out a new record. Whereas like Jimmy World, I think does interesting stuff still. Like I think, I mean, Jimmy World definitely feels like like they integrity blues. Like there's some weird ass shit on that record. Whereas like alkaline trio, they were I don't know twelve songs, Mm -hmm, something like that, and it's like. No, oh, there's like 12 punk songs. Like these are cool. Like I enjoy this. I enjoy having them in my life. Like I appreciate that. You feel like there's just more to take in with Jimmy world. Yeah. And like, okay. I appreciate that there's new alkaline trio in the world and that they continue to be a band. But if they were like, we're just going to tour for a while and not put out a new record. I'd be cool with that too. It's funny. So did, did I buy did three you, copies of it on vinyl? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you see them on, you saw them on this? Yes. Um, it was funny. I don't know how your show was, but uh, the show here felt like so phoned in. Like, uh, not, yeah. Like, I like, mean, there's some comments maybe offer we can talk about, but like, yeah, it just it it felt like well, we're going out. We put out song. a new record. They, oh, they. I mean, they did not address the crowd a single time. It was just like it was just like song, song, song. Hello, Boston. To, to, song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but what I was going to say was it speaks to how many fucking great songs they've written to where you're not affected by that. Cause when they go into a song that everybody loves, you're just like, it doesn't matter that they're like, they're just playing the chords and they're singing the words, but like, yeah, like the passion, but there wasn't there. like, I mean, I went to the, those past live shows at the Troubadour right. four or five years ago, whenever that was. And it was like, even playing songs that I know they don't want to play. Like, it was awesome. And it just felt it speaks like, to the music, it it, but, it, it, but it felt like they were having fun and wanted okay. to be there. And like, even this was like, they weren't not, it wasn't like they were just like, they looked miserable. rolling their eyes and like, right. I mean, they were into it, but it was just like, and also like the tour hit the East coast before the record came out. Right. Sure. So maybe there was the excitement of like the new record coming out and there, like, uh, there are songs on this record that I, like really, really love. Like there's this song, um, I'm pulling it up on my phone right now. Uh, towards the end, uh, the throw me to the lion song, second to last song. Like that is probably like, if I had to currently right now, gun to my head, be like, yo, tell me your top five favorite alkaline trio songs. Like it might actually make my top really? five. Like it's that fucking good. Jeez. Um, with the song with the PBR reference, pale blue ribbon, <laughs> Like it's, I, this is kind con- this will be a controversial apology to Hugh Jackson. Like I have not been a Dan song fan since. Yo, cause songs on crimson or crimson. Yeah. 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 I think probably crimson. Like I, cause I liked Dan when he was, it's, he seemed bitter and angry. And then like, I feel like throughout time I could be speaking out of turn just cause I don't give him as much as much. <laughs> listen, but it feels like he's just gotten happy and it's just sort of playful oh, throughout sure, these last couple. And sure. it's like, well, it, it doesn't it just like his songs don't really this, aside from a uh, little help. Sorry, Dan, like, which is not a good song. Um, that's the, from what record this record, the oh. buy me a beer or, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that like, song's not great. No, but I feel like his songs on this record are some of his best songs since crimson. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, which is cool. We're spending a lot of time on the record, but I'm going to just say it's fucking great. If you're not a trio fan, like I'm sure you're with me on this or, and this is like an obvious thing, but like, uh, if you, if you've maybe I'll say if you've, not really kept up with Alkaline Trio like a lot of us have, you know, yeah, obviously I mean, like you, me. exactly. I didn't even know the record came out. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'll listen to the new Alkaline Trio. Like record. if you have the itch to yeah. be like, you know, I could enjoy some of that in my life right now. This is, this is a great, it's a really, really good record. I'm it, excited to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. There so, you go. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 
Do I say we, my we all did number seven? No, I have not done a number seven. Then it goes to the year. Boom. My number seven is a uh, band that has been on my list, I believe, at least once, maybe twice. First Aid Kit Ruins. Oh, yeah. Yep. You like the First Aid oh, Kit? Oh, I like them so much. <laughs> who put this, uh, who put this one out? It's a major label. One of okay. reserve, I don't know. Sony, who knows? <laughs> sure. Um, but, yeah, Swedish Sisters, and they... I just... I always think back, their second record was recorded by Mike Mogus and Connor Obersings on it. And like from that moment, I was just like, Oh, I'm with this band forever. Like, yeah, yeah. Never, never departing. And I mean, this record, I don't think it's, it's not as good as the last one, but it's just, I mean, they do what they do and it's great. I finally got to see them live this year and it was one of the best shows I went to all year. Um, yeah. There are certain bands for me that I could, uh, that I just kind of throw into a, 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 a barrel is like, this is all this. And I know it's good, but I don't find myself swimming in that barrel. Right. You know like, what I'm I'm like I need to unlock that. I need to go. In yeah. Like that. I know that first aid kit I have the, is it lion's roar? Is that the second record? Yeah. That's the second record. Yeah. Yeah. I own it and I like it. I don't go back to it. It's a band that I would also put in it. Like for me is like, I don't know if this sounds totally wrong, but like land of talk or whatever that band. Yeah. Was on. Like suppose that last record was great. I didn't listen to it. Not and I, to it at all. and I own the cool saddle Creek record, the, like the first one or whatever, when that had come out and yeah. some people, like some of the guys in my band, like fucking love, love that record. And I'll throw it on once a year and I'll be like, no, I still just think it's cool. Yeah. Like I'm not, it's I'm not, not motivating. It's you not motivating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's where like, I keep listening to that band's catalog, right? right? Like, I, like, uh, Tokyo police club for me is a band. They put out one or two records that I really, really like. And then yeah. as they've continued to go on, I'm like, Hi, Jen, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care that much, but, um, I feel like I should probably give this a listen or do you feel like it will just, I think you should for a super to, fan. No, 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 no. This it, record's it, great. Add more but I think if, if you want to like get into this band, uh, and you have the, the lion's roar, um, I can't think of what it's called cause my brain is mush, but, the the record after that, that the blue cover, yes, is probably, that was like a pretty several years apart from the lines are record, right? A few, we, yeah. Um, but, but that was on your list, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, like that is the record I think to to dive into first, and then kind of okay, ease your yeah. way into this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Um. Um. Now you go to your number six. I think number six. Shame, Songs of Praise. Have either of you heard this record? I am familiar with this band. No. They came out, or not came out. They There's like a, a cool UK thing happening where like between this band and the band Idols. Oh, like I have not heard Idols. I have not heard of either of these bands. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, please say well, what you're going to say. Uh, it came out on Dead Oceans, which same labels, uh, Phoebe Bridgers and they did all the tallest man on earth stuff. And, yeah. um, but the internet tells me that they sound like the fall and gang of four and wire, which are bands I've never really listened to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you've, um, you've heard at a record store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I think I owned some CDs at one point. I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to have these. And, yeah. But, uh, to me, they just sound like what I wanted ice age to sound like when they came out. Sure. Oh, and sure. when I listened to ice age, I was like, no, I don't like this, but this is what I wanted it to sound like yeah. in it's your like, head. You're like, this is it's what, like, yeah, it's like punk adjacent, like, post-punk went out, whatever, like the, like whatever the kids call post-punk these days. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, rolling blackouts. Right. <laughs> that's a good record. Uh, that's a good record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was just like the record came out a while ago and it was one I just kept coming back to. Like, 
I would yeah. forget about it for a while and then come back to it and be like, God damn, it's good. And then recently I've, I've listened to it a ton. Um, I have a very weirdly out of touch thing to say about what, about this band's current state right now is that like they played in LA and it was sold out. They like sold out the telegram. Oh, yeah, which, they, they played like St. Sinclair in Boston. Dude. Right. And I'm wondering who's, who's going to, the who's shows? the fans of I this? Mean, I, like, is it, is it's it, like, it's like pitchfork. Like, right. right which like, is interesting to me because it's just like, it seems like if, so I have a weird, I get like, irrationally kind of irritated and mad about this sort of thing. Sometimes where I feel like there's bands like shame and this band idols, I just mentioned or whatever, like where this could tour with bands in our world. Absolutely. But, and I think that those bands maybe aren't familiar with what all of us have been doing for a while, or maybe they are and they're, they would be down, but I feel like labels and booking agents are afraid. Oh yeah. There's a, there's, to, a, wall. there's, like, there's a wall. Because this band, I mean, they're a punk band. Like, I mean, it's like weird, but like they're just a punk band who could easily easily and shame was, and idols are two bands that touche hit up for our last UK tour. And we got the nay nay on both of them. We didn't get a reason why, but I was just like, like an I was really CB management being like, Oh, yeah. not like, not the right fit. Yeah, like yeah. We're, we're going like because we've been covered in Kerrang, not as much an NME. This is yeah. an NME band. Probably don't want to. Yeah. Well, there's like the, there's so pollinate bad. with us. Well, I mean that's existed for some whatever you know waves like all of these bands that you could. There's a laundry list of bands where it's just like you were like literally not only punk adjacent, but like you can't like, you know what the, I mean, and that's even more of a connective tissue than like what we're talking about with this band who might not have had any sort of idea about that. But it's just like, yeah, like those worlds, especially the world that we exist in now should exist. Yeah. Bands yeah. should tour together. Yeah. That yeah. Makes, ab- absolutely. It's just, it's always been weird to me Yeah, yeah. Where, where I'm like, uh, like, cause I'll, oftentimes we're left with having to, uh, I won't fucking speak on a specific situation, but like there's been times where we are left having a tour with something or play shows with something that like isn't our like seventh pick because we would have rather right gone like, out with, I was excited yeah. like when, cause I, I feel like I've been pretty out of touch with what's going on in the UK, like modern bands of like stuff that I would think would be in our world. So like I had posted like, earlier this year like what are some uk bands that would be sick for us to play shows with and we just got bombarded with kids being like shame idols shame idols and i was like fuck i need to listen to these bands and i listened to them and i was like fuck these bands are really cool and you know it obviously didn't work out if it's like yeah if they're like you know i totally get that and that's stupid not like yeah it's it's, like it's it's, just dumb it's 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 very strange to me and like, like if they're like you know hipster like internet is like you know, like we yeah. can't play, we can't play with two aggressive bands. We can't play with bands from this particular community because it makes us look like we're not adults or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever the, the situation. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a weird thing to me. It's and a, yeah, it's always been, and I would think that, and this is, I, I'm sorry if this sounds like I'm, I'm potentially not so much stereotypes, wrong, but like pitchfork successful bands. There's a lot of times where I'm like, that thing got a great review. A lot of people are talking about it. But like, yo, how's that band's show in fucking yeah. Denver? Right. You know, like, yeah. l- let me let me see the St. Louis numbers. You know sure. what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. Like, like, of course, you're going to kill it on the coast or whatever. Um, and I'm not speaking just to shame on this. Like, they could be killing it everywhere. This I would have no generic, idea. This, this is, is a generic thing. Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm just like, wouldn't it help that band to tour with a band that does actually maybe do pretty well? 
So or like nor- like steady numbers across yeah. the country that like has done the work to like get those steady numbers. Like, wouldn't it be good for that band to like have those shows? Or is like a UK band? Is it just like we need LA and New York and nothing else? And nothing matters. else, which okay. I also get. A ten date US tour. Well, which, right, right, right. right like, yeah. Which I get. I get totally, hundred yeah. percent. But um, so that's my two cents on Shane Moore. So I'm just like I'm curious what who those kids yeah. specifically were. Um, at that show like are they hardcore kids are they because you don't see shame merch at like the no, fucking no, no, no. candy show they probably, no 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 <laughs> you know yeah, yeah they're not they're yeah the kid, those, those same kids are not going to program to see yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm just fascinated by it but the record I, I i didn't spend enough time with it but i know that the band is cool i'll say that yeah and it's just like it's just weird like there's just something about it it's just it's like an it's just such an interesting like i don't know like there's it just it's not like uber catchy or anything, but mm-hmm. like the song just get like, they just get stuck with you and you just like, there's parts, there's a song that's almost like a spoken word song where it's just like, it just, it like, how does a spoken word song get stuck in my head? Right. Yeah. But it does. I love like, that. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, let's do Jeremy first. Number six. six. My number six. <sighs> you guys ready for me to be brave? Cannot <laughs> wait. You've been leading up this. to this. <sighs> So you once did a tie at number one. I'm going to do a tie at number six. So let me, do you have five five more B or do you have, do you have 11 records on your list? Yeah. Oh, because this is a tie and you'll understand why in one second. Okay. I think I know exactly where you're going. Drug church and self-defense family. There there it is. Fair enough. Fair. I'll allow it. Yeah. Absolutely. Allowed. Because these bands sound nothing alike. No, but, uh, I enjoy both of them for, for completely. Like it's the best self-defense family record. I would say, and I'm, and I'm, I, I go to bat for self-defense family. Yep. I can accept when maybe they put out an EP that I'm like, eh, I didn't really go back to that. But like, I feel like when they, I feel like they put in extra work when it comes to an LP and the self-defense family LP this year is their best material. I think lyrically, uh, Pat went places that I was really like intrigued by. I don't know if you spent a lot of time with it or whatever, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, uh, there's the one song on the record that the lyric about working at the, um, mental, mental facility. And when he describes the furniture that, uh, is t- too broad and heavy to be thrown and that's by design. Yeah. Like that's a lyric that like gave me chills where I was just like, that's something that is interesting to, you know, it's like stuff you don't think about or whatever, like right. in those the, situations. Way, the, way, the way that he frames it is very, he frames it. It's like you paint the picture and yeah. like, you know, it, 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 it the, the record moved me a lot and it came out at the right time for me. Like I was traveling out a lot of the time and in a cold climate a lot of the time. And it's a very it's cold, a, it is a very cold, a cold record. record. Yeah. We, we were overseas and I was just like had in my headphones. I would take walks as soon as we got to the venue. I'd always just like take a walk to find coffee record store things, like whatever, just to get away from the venue. And, uh, it was just like always on repeat. And then now uh, we were already talked about drug church, but like the drug church record is, uh, it's fun. It's catchy. Uh, it, it's hooky. It's, it's all those things, but, uh, that I enjoy and I can, um, I can listen to Pat be snarky about anything and funny about anything. Those records are just polar opposites. Yeah. But by connecting them with Pat, like, yeah, you can tell it's the same. Yeah. It's like, 
he's, they're he's, not he, that different, even though they couldn't be yeah, more different. They couldn't be more different. Right. Exactly. And what's interesting about the Drudge Church record, too, is I took uh, a friend of mine who has no experience whatsoever with punk or hardcore at all. I took him to the Drug Church show in Phoenix because he was out yeah. there with me. And he, like, he loved it. He yeah. was just like... And like honestly, the smallest show that he had been to, it's like he saw like five finger death punch at like you know, oh, God. like a huge arena. And so yeah. it's like him watching that and like actually actively being interested. He was like, "This is really good." And like we hung out with Pat after the show, yeah. and he was like, you know, rapping with him. And it's just like, yeah, this is what like our world is, where you can like actually talk to the people and stuff. And so it was really interesting to see that experience like through a person who has no context for this being like, that was a really good show. It's like awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So both those workers are are great. Um, I, this seems like a, a theme with us where if you're, if you've never dove into self-defense family because you're uh, anxious about how much they've put out um, <laughs> this, I feel like this record and try me, I was going to say try me is try probably me like is my big, number one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah try, this record and try me I, like try me has always had always been my number one thing that they had done. But now when I listen through this record, uh, it, this one takes the cake for me. Yeah. So awesome. there you go. Sweet. That was your number five, a five B or six. Or was that six? Six. six. Okay. That was six. And we've all done our six. You've done six. No, I haven't. I'll say I'll do my, yeah. My yeah. number six is, uh, the heaviest record of the year. The Jesus piece record, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Jesus piece only self. And I love this record so much just because like, like you were saying, Jeremy, there's only certain records that all of a sudden just like come out and you're like, this is everything that happened in the mid nineties from hardcore is concerned. Obviously it's modernized. It's over the top heavy. Um, there is nothing like in the same way, like I, you know, I don't want to, uh, compare them to like Throwdown, (laughs) but it's like, I can't help but have the same sort of feelings as like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's not only sonic similarities, but like, you know, and granted, they are two completely different bands as far as their well, mission is concerned. There's a few things that we can brag about by being old. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's very few things you can, you can be like, well, I'm old. So, yeah, so I saw uh, this. everything that's currently like, uh, at least visually popular mm-hmm. currently, the three of us could be like, yeah, this was already, this happened. It's totally, totally. <laughs> like, like note for note, this happened already. Exactly. exactly. Like, when I heard the vein record and people were like, it sounds like Converge. I'm like, yeah. this sounds like Scarlet. Scarlet. Exactly. That's all. <laughs> like yeah. Heavy, That's heavy, all low, low. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> High, high, high desert, high desert core. Yeah. How many? That's the third time you said the high desert. This I know. Podcast. I apologize. It's just that. That's, what, are you buying a house in the high desert? I am not. That is why well, I've mentioned where that's where Chris lives. That's right. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Jesus piece record is just like, I always find just one hardcore record kind of standing above and it's not like there's anything incredibly unique about it. It's just, there are elements that I like. Uh, it, it's like, there's elements of like God flesh where it's like really industrial and dark. And so I like that fact. Do you think it's it. pulling from God flesh or do you think it's pulling from code orange? Uh, honestly, well, just because they're children, it's probably pulling from code orange. See, that's, that's the funny thing is like right. when, when things get referenced as like, Oh, it sounds, I'm, I'm always just like, you're, you're yeah. looking too deep. Like, yeah. But at the same time, but then it's like, I, I have to believe there, there are certain people where it's just like, you know, uh, knock loose is a, a much talked about band to where a lot of people listen to them are just like, Oh, I, I don't like them. They're terrible, whatever they're children, you know, all of the common complaints about them. But it's like, you know, from what the discussions that I've had with, with Brian, the vocalist, like he, you know, whatever he wears, like by the grace of God shirts, like when they play and like disembodied shirts. And like he has, you know, even though he's like 23 years old, he's like literally done he's not done. only the research, but like he's genuinely into this and not just being like, 
oh, whatever. I, I bought the shirt. You know, he did buy the shirt on eBay, but he, <laughs> he, uh, there, there's effort being placed. And so like, I have to believe that, you know, with some of the Jesus peace guys that they're, I mean, I only know the drummer, but like that there is uh, historical context, whether or not they've been like, oh yeah, Justin Broderick and Godflesh is exactly why we put this industrial part in our record. Uh, right, right. But right. your point is well taken. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know them at all. And there's, a, there's definitely the chance that they, that they do all, you know, they yeah, have yeah, done the research. Right, and they, that, yeah, they, yeah, 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 for sure. But it, it is, I, I always try to, uh, like, it, if I am placing a reference on them, that's through my lens as yep. opposed to like how they've actually created it. You know, uh-huh. it's just like, oh yeah, I hear this influence. Whether or not it's yeah. like, but if you actually press them, be like, oh, have you heard this band before? It's like, oh no, no, I never even knew it existed. It's like, oh cool, we should check them out. They'll be like, oh wow, like that's yeah, where we yeah, got yeah. it from. But yeah, um, this was a. Uh, Almost made my list. Yeah. This is probably my favorite. Like I know we talked about the record yeah. before. In a world where everyone is confined to their homes, society begins its largest bin watch to date. In the hallowed library of Hulu, or perhaps on a shelf of DVDs you haven't looked at in a decade, is a show that perfectly encapsulates life in the early aughts and launched a friendship that would inspire millions. Hi. I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. In 2001, we starred in Scrubs, a sitcom that revealed a glimpse of what it was like to survive a medical internship. As Turk and JD, we explored guy love. Nearly 20 years later, a lot has changed. We're not supermen, but we're still best friends. Eh. Given the mandatory lockdown, there's no better time to relive the series that brought us together in the first place. And we're doing it with a podcast. That's right, people. We're going to bring friends and crew members and fellow cast members and writers. And and guess what? We're going to even invite some of you to call into the podcast and ask all the questions you want of the entire Sacred Heart staff. Join us for Fake Doctors, Real Friends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's yeah. uh yeah and and plus it's like as far as all the hyped hardcore bands that came out this year from you know whatever Candy Vein all that other stuff this is the record I just found like I would actually want to listen to it more than like yes. two or three times yeah where I was just like okay I got what those other records are about like if Ooh. if I'm gonna listen to something heavy right like that's current I would probably put this record on yeah, yeah. I didn't admittedly I didn't really listen to it but I think I I like I listened to one of the like um, premiere tracks yeah or whatever am I wrong to say it's like heavy in the way is like blood has been shed like is it sort of oh, like there's an, that, yeah is yeah. there that sort of like element to it, it there, it's, like, it's it like a like, less but it's like it's like a blood has been shed was just to me like overwhelmingly heavy like, like showing off how heavy there's well, there, there was like breakdowns on breakdowns and breakdowns yeah, this, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like like a like a more like there's hardcore there. version of that okay yeah. like, there's still breakdowns on breakdowns but it's yeah. not like the third to fourth level that blood has been shed <laughs> right right, right, like, right here's a dead body let me really kick it into a bloody pulp right 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 and, and then, then make sure it disintegrates it and then right. yeah they would start a song with a breakdown you'd be like wow you started the song with a breakdown you're yeah, like oh no oh, no, no that's just that, that that's actually just the main that's riff the of the, that's breakdown. the riff that's the riff of the song that breakdown was the riff so now we're gonna totally. do the breakdown now yeah. we got the rest going on yeah uh, now I will share my number five record, which is could not be the most polar opposite to this. Uh, and this actually is going to dovetail nicely into the conversation we were having about like indie rock, hardcore, like even though this has nothing to do with hardcore, but wild nothing. You guys familiar with that band? Yeah. And it's one of those, I know the name. Yeah. This, this record called Indigo. Uh, I've liked this band for a while. I saw them live. Atrocious. Awful. <laughs> Such a bad band. Like, just, and not bad, like technically just so boring. And granted, yeah. this was like, 
uh, maybe four or so years ago. They played Coachella. Sure. I saw them at the glass. That's house. a great, oh, Coachella is a great place. Yeah. Coachella is a great place. Yeah. Yeah. To experience new music. All the genders, you know, whatever, all the, yeah. you know, all the famous people. No, but, uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, it, it could not have been more in more stark contrast to how much I enjoyed the record and then how much I did not enjoy the live experience. Yeah. But anyways, so I just, I continue to follow the band where I'm like, okay, I'll never see them live, but their records, they just see, I'm the kind of person where if I saw a band and I didn't like them live, I'd be like, fuck that. I'm out. I know. And I honestly, I was, I am like that to a certain extent where it's like, this is a record. Like I, if someone was just like, dude, you know, do you ride hard for wild? Nothing? No. Absolutely not. But this record, I just kept coming back it's to. Great. It's a great, fun listen. It's, it's a Did super they, fun listen. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel, and I, cause I, I've heard them, but I've never, really, I don't know if I've listened to a full record. Yeah, yeah. But did they change their sound a little for this record? Yeah. It's, 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 it's not as more, like dream poppy. Like. No, there's elements of that, but it's definitely a lot like, you know, when I say 80s influence, I don't mean like Flock of Seagulls 80s influence, but like it has that sort of element, like whatever, in the way that you could say like, oh, Carly Rae Jepsen you know, would be eighties influence. Like yeah. there's pop elements okay. to it. Um, cause I feel like that they were living in a world that doesn't seem to be doing the numbers it once did. And so they, Oh yeah. They had, reinvented themselves. Yeah. 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 And plus this dude's from Blacksburg, Virginia, which I was just like, oh, re- interesting res- respect for being from a place that's like, you know, off the beaten path. Um, and so, yeah, I just really, I kept coming back to this record. I'm never I, like, maybe I'll see them live to give them another chance to give him another chance. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, well, but again, going back to the, this is a band that would like, you know, dude, like if they toured with run for cover bands, like they could re you know, they could reinvigorate their career and play to children and play to people who would ostensibly be into them, but they're never going to do that. Happen. That walled garden that wall is like, there. Yeah. I, I don't understand the wall. I and, and, the, and you know what I've noticed? Cause I've had a couple interactions where I've been irritated by, I've been mad about the wall. So yeah. I've emailed bands directly as that's good. So at like, at like contact at <laughs> bandaddress.com and I've gotten a very nice response being like, we should play shows. Wow. Yeah. 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 So you're obviously I, I, the message is not filtering down to the band. Not at all. Yeah. And has that happened? Not yet. And probably won't. But yeah. like, I just had to test to see like, would, is this band nice? Are they like willing or whatever? And, and, right. and someone from that band came to our show to hang out and see us play. Right. So I was like, I was like, I, I know this is all managerial. Yeah, of course. This is all business oriented more than anything. Exactly. Else. Which yeah. makes me really, really happy. Hate everything. Super happy. Yeah. I can understand. <laughs> right. Everything is snakes. Everyone is fucking snakes. Seeming <laughs> yeah. over here. I'll give you the fifth record. <laughs> Let Jeremy recover for a uh, second. God damn if, it. If, if, if. <laughs> Well, this will cheer everyone right up. If everyone knows me, they'll, this will not surprise anyone. Number five, Panic at the Disco. Pray oh, there. Pray for I, the no, wicked. I'm surprised it's number five. Yeah. Are you okay? I, I, I don't think it's as good as the last record, which I had at number four. And I actually had this at number four <laughs> last night. And I was like, you know what? Death of a Bachelor, I think, is a better record. So I bumped it down to number five. This well, is my annual finding out that Panic at the Disco that, recorded an album. Yeah. This is yeah. how I you know, you know who, who, who You know who does know? Literally everyone else. Oh, I know, I know. It's I know. Yeah. nuts. Sold a few records. There's yeah. a few things I'm happy to be uh, out, of the, out of touch with. But, like, I mean, I love this band, so it doesn't, I know. you know. Yep. Yeah whatever <laughs> do you still like fallout boy like do you still like no, fallout boy no I, I i i think that uh what was their record back save rock and roll i think that was the last that record was was good maybe good adjacent okay uh the last couple have not been good but okay. i think panic is i think 
they, I know they're very separate now. And, like, and they, they've like, been like, I think they've really found like their stride and like, is this a reinvention in a way? No, it sounds a lot okay. like the, it's like similar to the last record, okay. but like that last record I think was kind of like, it was the first record that Brendan Urie did as the only member. Oh, and it was like, okay. And this record kind of seems like a continuation of that. Like not necessarily, maybe somewhat sonically, but like, it's just so is it more Broadway influence? It's I mean, it's it's a pop. It's just a straight up pop record. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, but this is also like the first record that my four year old has been like, can we listen to they have a video where he like climbs up a building and, and he watched the video. Like can we listen to the climbing song, mm-hmm. they have a video with a puppet. He calls it the head song. Can we listen to the head song? Like okay. they have a song called fuck a silver lining, which we've changed to funky silver lining. Sure. And he's like, oh, I will, you made that video. Yeah. And he's like, can we listen funny. to funky silver lion? Like, absolutely. Like it's the first record. That's not a Disney song that, that he's wanted to listen to. Cool. So like, that's sick. Yeah. So we listen, we listen, let me say, we listen to this record a lot. Sure. Yeah. That, um, that too much. That's why it's number five. <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot of boxes. I, I've heard the first four songs on this record a lot more than anything else this entire year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, it's very fun. If you're looking for a good time. Yeah. And I can't wait to not check it. Out. I know. I know. No, I know. And not like, no, I know no, there's no, people no, out there who there are, are. There, yeah. there are pe- people love the fact that you obviously like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Where are my people at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Jeremy, number five, uh, my number five is pianos become the teeth. Wait for love this is a fantastic record. I've, I've heard good things about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure this is on your list. Uh, it's, I'm going to go as far as to say it's my favorite pianos become the teeth record. Um, I think that it took people a minute to digest the change in sound from the last record. Like they had to, they, that was a record that needed to be made to it's the bridge record, the bridge record. Exactly. Um, which is funny because I would have thought this, this is me being foolish, but I would have thought the split seven inch that we did together yeah. would have been the bridge because that was one of the best songs I'd ever written. Right. And it was the first one where it was all singing vocals. Mm-hmm. But then I had to realize like, Oh, people who buy seven inches, very small percentile. Right. <laughs> um, you know, like I, yeah. I always stand, I always say that seven inches and comps and splits, that's how bands are able to try new things out. And if they don't go well, who cares? It was on a split. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yep. Um, so I was like, I was prepared for keep you to be an all singing record, but I think it's still like threw a lot of people off. I think people enjoyed the record, but I, I think that there was the people that weren't maybe necessarily prepared for an entire album of that. Right. They Whereas were expecting like, the levels of aggression yeah. still sprinkled in there. Yeah. And I think that with this, re- and, and I think that, um, I could be completely wrong, but I, I can imagine that while recording keep you, the band was weary of that, knowing that this was going to happen and maybe that, playing into some of the songwriting or, or, or whatever, you know, like yeah. there's a little bit of appreh- maybe there was some apprehension or whatever, but I feel like this record is completely like going for it, knowing what they're doing, knowing that they're capable, knowing, uh, knowing themselves better than ever. Yeah. And, um, they leaned into it. There are some, there's hooks on this record that are so hooky. Um, Kyle's voice is incredible on it. Uh, lyrics are great uh, i loved the music videos i thought the music videos were awesome and choreographed like yeah, yeah uh, a phrase that 
Uh, you will never hear me say is music videos are great. Yeah. I hate music videos. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah. I'm fucking lame. If, if my friends aren't in a music video, I'm not watching it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like I, I, so rarely do you watch a video, especially a video with a storyline. Totally. That are ever even fine. You know, usually they're like, Ugh. yeah, totally. Um, if it's not like the bad storyline, it's like the bad fake performance where like a band no playing, playing in the desert, not plugged in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cla- Vic- Victor, dude, the, Classic the, the, Darren Doan video. The, the, the Victory <laughs> Records DVD where how many, how many singers don't have a microphone. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like uh, I, I just feel like that all the things worked really well with this record coming out and it did come out at the beginning of the year, which, you know, um, I, I had, I admit that I hadn't listened to it in a while. And last night I was doing mail order and I put it on and I was like, God damn, this record is good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I honestly forgot about this record. Yeah. Like I listened to it a couple times and I loved keep you so much. Mm-hmm. And this immediately didn't like jump out of me. And so I just kind of was like, okay, like I'll check back on this and just never did. You should mm-hmm. check back. Like on I, it. I yeah. like, I feel like, I feel like we're going to hear more about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> real coy dude. This song charisma, man, that, that like it's the it, being up like fine, like finding a way to keep, to be the sound that they are now, but doing it upbeat. It's I was yeah. there for it. I'm like, yes, totally. Give yeah. me this. Go for it. And the, I think the most, underrated member of the band is Dave drummer oh. because this man is a fucking monster on drums yeah. and he finds a way to dial things back, but be the most creative drummer. <laughs> totally. The only guy I can genuinely compare him to is a drummer of the national where you're like, this dude is a beast, yep. but is subtle totally. and he's being a beat. Somehow he found the line to be a beast and be subtle at the same time. Right. So I, I'm always just so enthralled, like listening to that band, uh, especially where they are now, just being like, everybody is just oh, so on their a game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this record, you know, I feel like it, it, it may have flown under the radar after a while for a lot of people. And I, I, I think came, that, yeah, cause it came out in February. Yeah. yeah. And I need to give it more yeah. time. I think every, yeah. If you're listening to this and if you're ever a pianos fan and maybe you didn't give the record that much of a listen or, you know, you pass it off after, cause a lot of things come out. I mean, I get that. I'll, I'll always be, I don't, I don't get mad as a wrong term, but I, I, I don't eye roll records getting overlooked as much anymore because I mean, fucking how can they not be there's like they're so getting stuff. bombarded yeah, yeah. with and shit every day. If you're not bombarded with fucking nine bands, premiering songs and pre-orders and all of this, you're bombarded with our fucking shithead president taking over the news waves to where it's like you're stressed out or you're irritated or you're mad. He and just want like, something comforting. To exactly. To. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's I, like, I get it, you know, back in our day when I was a kid, like we'd have to put on a seat, like with Spotify or like Apple music, like it's just so easy to be like, to just roll through stuff and just forget about it. Like, yeah. Super quick. So yeah. Yeah. We used to have to buy CDs and you spent money on it. So you'd be like, totally. well, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this until I end up liking yeah, it or right. I fully I'm going to get my 1899. Exactly. Uh, this chorus of disapproval EP is going to get listened to 25 times and yeah. still exactly. be bad. No, yeah. Exactly. It's not going to get listened to. So now it's time for my number four. Yes. And my number four, uh, it's a band that I knew everybody liked, like a very bands band sort of band that I never put a lot of stock into. And then I, this record came out and I was like, maybe this is the one. No. And boy, was it uh, the sidekicks, happy, happiness oh, hours. Interesting. That just barely, I was like nine, 10. It was in that area yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, 
I feel like people from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, right? They're Pennsylvania man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a Scranton area, right? right. Like, yes. like they were always in my peripheral because like Tiger's jaw, all these bands like rode for them hard. And I, I just never, I had the last record mm. and I remember being like, Oh, it's cool. It's like, you know, catchy pop. Not, I am always reluctant to say pop punk because power it, pop. Yeah, power yeah, people, yeah. It's like but, super chunk. But, but yeah, like super chunk elements to it, yeah. but like with the band of horses guy singing. Absolutely. And then I found out that they recorded the last record with, with the guy that did the band of horses records. I was yeah, like, yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah. I've never heard this band, dude. Really? We are, we are listening to this on the drive home. Okay. It is so it, yeah, it last record for you. Yeah. They're a band that everyone's been like, right. And I think what's turned me off has been like, Oh, they're, the records are cool. Live is they're incredible live. Oh, I I'll say never equally. Oh, I just I just saw it. them for the first time on the Tiger Shot tour. Okay, and uh, yo, they ended with a. I mean, I was like, this band is for me. They did a. They ended with a cover of uh, Jim Carroll band "People Who Died," and Matt McGreevy oh, played guitar. That's awesome. Oh, that's right. I saw. I was just like, <laughs> what? I pushed myself to the front and was the only child finger pointing in the, in the room. Well, I mean, I was the only You're man. Right. I was the only man finger pointing in a. That's what I meant to say. I was, uh, yeah, um, not a child, 35. Um, <laughs> but this record is so fucking good. Some of the catchiest goddamn songs of the year. Do you compare it? Like, have you gone back and listened to the last one? In a um, not as much, Okay, but I do know that there were songs on the previous record that I were like, yeah, I like these songs, but do you, do you like the last one more than this one? I lo- they're both unbelievable like I, I i go even further back and listen to and then i'm like their record like there was elements in there that made but these last two records are just like crowning achievements in the right. same way that i feel like honestly like the menzingers is another band that i adore only because of the last couple records especially like i mean the, it was it the, in a rented world or whatever right. the last one that, that that that's i think like that, the other two one records was like, a party oh no, it was no one. Uh, right. after the party that's right yeah yeah that okay see, i think i put that in my list a couple years ago anyways right the Menzingers and them are just bands where it's just like, oh yeah, like they're getting into it in their third and fourth LPs, and they sound nothing the- alike. Yeah, I was just gonna say, when did the Menzingers get so popular? They're massive. They're they massive. just play, like House of Blues in Boston. Like, yeah, that's dude. Fucking Do you know huge. how I know the, the Menzingers? Last, last two LPs. They you know how I know the Menzingers are huge. My brother loves the menzingers wow, that's awesome and that's that, awesome. that yeah. might sound weird to someone who's who's listening to podcasts it goes like what does that matter my like i my brother's awesome but like he's not someone who finds new finds music new bands, yeah. he's a radio guy and that's and that's fine like Are he's they on the radio no they're not but like th- i think because of things like spotify and things like that also yeah. stuff gets recommended yeah right exactly that, like what happens is like i've recommended him a couple records and then this comes up on there like oh he likes frank he likes frank turner they tour so together they tour together this is yeah. why how that happened and when he, my brother's like, my brother's like, uh, that Menzingers band is coming on tour. And I was like, you like the Menzingers? And he was like, yeah. I was like, dude, he's like, I'm like, do you know that I like toured with them in like 2011? He's like, really? Yeah. And I was like, if you want to go to the show, like I'm happy to like, let's go. So my brother and I went to the show just the other week oh, at yeah. the region. It was really fun to go together with him and like yeah. have him meet everybody in the band. Like, all that sort of that's stuff awesome. was really sweet. That's yeah. Super. Which is one of the things we're like Stan Stice Sage. Like I, it's just fun for to do that for like a brother. A, uh, Absolutely. And not like a, like for us, it's like a, you go to a show and I don't just like such a normal thing, but for like, it's just gotta be so cool to be like a average music listener. Yeah. That's what it was like, like with yeah, my friend meeting Patrick awesome. at drug church. Like, and cause obviously Patrick is a human, but like just him hanging out with my friend, it was just like, and my friend was just like, Oh, that was cool. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, because they're just, Dudes, normal people yeah, yeah, yeah. that are just doing the same thing as we do yeah 
Um, that's so cool. But, but so, but to your point though, like Menzinger's like, I, I'm only really necessarily familiar with the records that were out around the time that we had toured with them. I like the band. I want nothing but the best for them, but like yeah. they, they're on a band that I've continued to like follow along. Follow, sure. Like, like I, again, I want nothing but the best for them. I think they're fucking awesome, mm-hmm. but um, I don't find them to be what I'm craving all the time. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So, but my brother was like, like, Oh, I only know the last three records. Like he's unfamiliar so, with those early records. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. funny. So like in a way I was kind of like, you tell me what you think the best stuff is and I'll and check I'll, that I'll out. Check it out from yeah, there, yeah. Which is kind of cool. But the sidekicks records too. You, you, you it's totally mark for it. Yeah. You are, you are absolutely marked for it. It's yeah. like, you might, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but like, uh, there, if you were a fan of like, I would say like stay what you are in reverie mm-hmm. sort of like that kind of saves a day, but with like totally different kind of vocals or whatever, but yeah. just like the hookiness of it and things like that. Like super, I mean, super thoughtful lyrics, like just everything you feel are just like, Hey, this is what a really, really good independent rock band sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. They yeah. need to get their due, you know, like, I, like, like there's, there's few, there's a few bands that I think it, again, it's that wall where it's like they're on they're on the side of like oh it would be cool to play you know pitchfork fest or whatever and it's like nah man you guys can't do that they're you're not going to be covered I think yeah you said yeah. this but they're always they strike me as like a band's band they're yes like every band loves the sidekicks there's unfortunately i mean to, although i feel like to, i saw the, a lot of people talking about them recent like sure the, because of this record more yeah, so yeah. Than before. and because they're on this tiger jaw tour but like um to those lis- yes. people listening the band's band is is meaning that people in bands love them and want to take them on you, you might notice if you're if you go to a lot of concerts if you're like man i've seen this band a lot of times that's a band's band it's right, because totally everyone wants to take this band on tour, but like maybe they don't really they have. Yeah. They maybe they're not like bringing the same amount of tickets as what maybe another two out of four band would, would bring in or whatever. It's just like, yeah, hey, it's like code seven, you know, <laughs> Listen to the that's, rescue. A, that's a, that's, that's a band's band. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there are those, there are those bands. Um, yeah. and you, you might be thinking, Oh, do I know what was a band? It's like, I was like, you know who bands bands are totally. So, um, this band needs to it's, be more than that. It's really difficult to find the band's band that actually draws. Like that, that actually, that's what I'm saying. That's right. that. That's the band. That's the. That's like the ideal scenario where it's just like, yeah, we want to tour with this band, and oh my gosh, you're worth 800 tickets at most points. Great, let's go on tour. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is just like the you know the uh, the uh, booking agent's wet dream. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. To that needle, uh, Joey. Number four, uh, Master System Dance Music. Nope. I no nope. idea. What I this feel like is. zero. I feel like I've turned into Scott Arnold. You, I think so. <laughs> this is a dark day. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you doing in, in Boston? I'm just, I'm just making things Joey, up. Joey's, These aren't even Joey's real. Going into Newberry comics and being like, Hey, can you play the newest indie rock record for me? Does she, does it have What's female vocal? master? What master system? It's one word. Master what, system. What is this? It is the two brothers from frightened rabbits. Oh, Dude, okay. for the, and then the two brothers were one is in uh, editors, and they're oh. both in Minor Victories, which was on my list last year. Right. Okay. Um, you had and, me interested in editors. I'm, uh, lis- I'm listening. But, and you know, unfortunately, the the lead singer passed away. For he was in Friend Rabbits. Oh, that's uh, right. oh, yeah. so it's that person. It's, yes. Oh, okay. And this record came out, a few, I think, a few months before. Jeez. They only did one tour. But like, did you see him. Only in the UK. Um, so no, unfortunately, but 
Like oh, they were a band that like or Friend Rabbits was a band I never listened to. I just always wrote off as like eh, whatever, like major label indie rock, like yeah, yeah. the Lumineers, like go fuck, go fuck, go fuck yourself. Acoustic cuteness. But then Julian did a song with them. And I was like, oh my God, this is really good. And I kind of like started getting into their catalog. And then uh, this was recommended to me. And it's like a heavy, not like a heavy, like mosh heavy, but like just like a heavy rock record. Mm-hmm. It's like in the way Manchester could be heavy. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I mean, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's uh, funny. Friend Rappers is a band that uh, I never put the time into, but I've, when I've, it's come across, like come across my ears. I'm like, I'm sure I would like it's this. So good. Yeah. Um, and this record just like, I like this better than any frightened rabbit stuff. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, obviously it's unfortunate like he, he took his own life and there's a lyric in the records. I miss the summer, but they don't care. There will always be another if I make it to next year. Hmm. And it's like, Yeesh. yeah, I mean this, it's like a fucking just sad record. And then like stuff like that, you're just like, Jesus Christ. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily an easy lesson. Right. But it's not like a Mount Erie record. I was about to say I had Mount Erie on my on my thing last year. Oh, I almost put, not, I almost put the live record on it. This it's year. N- it's not like it's not like that sad. Oh, I know, right. I know, I know what you're saying. I know, but you're like saying. you know, it's just like hearing that later and like and just knowing what happens. You're just like, God damn, like yeah, that hits. But heavy. I mean, seriously, like I genuinely think both of you would really enjoy this record. Okay. Who put uh, it out? Some weird UK label. Okay, um, it is on vinyl. I I. Th- think it's still available okay um yeah if it's not i'll just take yours i'll sell it to you okay <laughs> real cheap <laughs> um but yeah who's doing cool. you did your four okay over to you yeah i'm right. very excited about this record because i know that neither of you well maybe you've heard of it but i just i'm excited because it's like anytime you trip across like a random band that it's just like okay this band's called holy fawn they're from phoenix they put out a record called death spells and like the Riley from thrice, he turned me on to this band. He was like, he just texted me. He was like, you need to have this band in your life. And I was like, okay, let me listen to it. So basically it's kind of like, it's, uh, it's, it's heavy in the sort of like, you know, shoegazy, you know, the, the thing that's popular right now, but like the way that they do it, it's like, there's elements of like, you know, Isis and neurosis, but like not in the we play nine minute songs, <laughs> but it's, it's, they're catchy. They have like really high and soaring vocals. Like I don't want to compare it to like muse. Cause most people hear that and they're just like, Oh my God, like calm down. Uh, but it's it, but like it, straight up. Those first few muse records are yeah, great. They're great. But so it has that sort of the anthemic quality to it. Um, did band just put out the record themselves, like put it out on Bandcamp, And it's just like the way that they, the, the way that they message it is very much just like, Hey man, we're just like hanging out in Phoenix, like having fun with our friends. And like, it's a very it, a young band. Uh, I, I, the, I can't tell if these guys came from other bands or anything like that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to guess that they're probably in their early twenties. Cause it How def- did it come across Riley. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. It's just, it, 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 the record floored me. It's like a, I want to say it's a nine song LP. What are they called? They're Holy called Fawn. Yeah. Holy Fawn. And it's like they, and I mean, they absolutely would make sense on like, you know, whatever death wish or any one of those labels that, that travel, it's like, it has a very, (laughs) someone, a review I read of theirs was just like, you know, it's like walking along the side of a frozen lake at midnight. Like, you know, it's that sort of like dark vibe, but the way that the vocals come in, it's very much just like, Oh, like it's also very catchy, but yeah, the records singing, singing vocals, singing. They probably sound nothing alike. And this will, appeal to literally no one but you oh 
Are you going to say coma? Absolutely. This is, this is why, this is why we're friends. There's a, there's a band called coma. It's like K H O M A, but 110%. We we were talking a very specific demographic there, but it's this band, uh, dudes from cult of Luna played in and like they put out a a couple records on roadrunner over in Europe, but like complete, like just super heavy, super dark, but like soaring vocals. So Mm. Yes. Awesome. That band was great. Yes. Negative five people. No. Yeah. And we lost yeah. everyone. <laughs> and there was everybody else. But uh, yeah, that the record's super cool. But you, you know that feeling where you yeah, just trip yeah, across yeah. something, someone shows you and you're just like, hell yeah, like this hasn't been put out by a label. This hasn't like done anything. It's just like, here's a cool, like they, they haven't even put out vinyl for it. And it's like, I was almost tempted to be like, Hey, I just really like you guys. Can I put out your record? Yeah. <laughs> They'd sure. be like, oh, what? Who are you? I'm just a guy. That's an exciting record. feeling that when you hear something and you're like, well, this, I want to, I want to help this. Well, and right. It's also like, like I think what we've been saying is like, it's so, it's so rare that days because everything that you're supposed to listen to is just thrown in your face. Right. So like a record that you've never heard of, like that yeah. you're not supposed quote unquote, not supposed to listen to. Right. Like friends. Yeah. Friends like, recommending to you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So that was my number four record. Uh, I'll do my number three now. Cause we've done all of our yep. number fours. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, number three. Now we're getting into the, the, the nitty real, gritty. The Here nitty we go. Gritty. Uh, so this is a record, uh, put out by top show. Oh no, 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 wait. No, I can't remember. Top Shop? I was going to say That's top, a clothing store. I think Top, <laughs> sh- top, top shelf? shelf may have done this. It's either Top Shelf or uh, Tiny... No, Tiny Engines. I'm sorry. I get yep. those labels confused. Uh, a band called Wild Pink. Have you guys heard of that band? Yes. Okay. Uh, the record's called Yolk and the Fur. So basically, this is... And this is going to sound like... Well, yeah, I'm taking shots at War on Drugs. Basically, this is... And to be fair, like I like the War on Drugs records, but it's just it's not something I'm ever going to be like, God, that man that changed my br- life. Brilliant. This record has very similar qualities. It's like you know, seventies rock, like super easy listening. Like you put on the record, and you're just like, "Damn, yeah, man, this is some good jams." Like you know, I you feel like a dad when you say that. I mean, obviously, I'm a dad, and you are a father. You you act I like have a father, dogs. right? <laughs> you act like a father. So, yeah. uh, but it's just it's it's such an easy listen, and I love the vibes that it gives. Like every time I was like cooking dinner, I'm just like, oh, God, I want to listen to this record again, and so the the for being on a very small label it sounds like the record was recorded for like a hundred thousand dollars like it just a beautifully sounding record i think it's their second lp they're from brooklyn of course like most I bands think they recorded it in western mass did they i fit i believe they have recorded with will killingsworth no no will wow justin pizzaferrato <laughs> but if it's I, I don't know if it's this record they did there or their first one yeah but then I mean, he did like dancer jr and the pixies and like a bunch of like oh right right, right right so we would where late bloomer recorded yeah yes there we go there's six one three unplugged and there. Samuel and Dada and Kindling. Um, oh yeah, there you go. But uh, get them all in. Yeah, get them all in. But yeah, the record just it's really, really, really good, and it just kept always sticking around my list. It kept just always kind of creeping up, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put this in number three. So yeah, nice. Wild Pink. There you go. And I ordered, I put it on vinyl too. It made me really happy. Nice. Uh, number three, Jeremy. You got it. This will be on both your guys' list. Uh, actually, I remember telling you to listen to this. Uh, the newest John Prine album. Oh yes. Tree of forgiveness. Um, I did listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered it. I did. Yeah. I ordered it for you as well. I believe. Yes, you did. Cause there was a vinyl me please color or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. like the, it's funny to get like a rare, like I want the rare press of this John Prine. Right. Record. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, as soon as this man told me like, yeah, yeah. Like there's, it's like limited to like three fifty or something like that. I was like, well, I have to have like, that. I gotta have this. Yeah. Fun. And I remember I had already like pre-ordered it from Barnes and Noble and I <laughs> was one, like, as one does. Yeah. And I was like, wait, there's a more limited version of this. I'm going with the Joey press of this. Um, 
Uh, there are, this is a talking point. Um, as I've gotten older, I've, the best thing about the coolest thing period about music is that there is no wrong time to get into something or to oh, find something. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no late to the party. Exactly. So, uh, I feel like it was last year. I forget if I mentioned it, but, um, how I had just finally gotten the attention span for jazz. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like I've been doing like throughout this year, like, uh, Joey, I know you are very much like me, and that's I'm sure you are too. Where like as soon as you get into something, you're like, I need to buy all of it. I need to buy all. So like, man. So here's the thing: jazz can't do that. Um, because um, yeah. So I I've been very I policed myself where I'm like every month I'm gonna buy a single jazz record and give that a shot or whatever. Right. The reason I'm talking about going like blind, being like being like you know I'll look up lists like like because jazz is you know so many things sound so different but like you know you can basically rely on things that were successful on blue note so it's like yeah like oh uh, i'm for this you know one i'm gonna buy uh this uh cannonball adderley record because everybody this is like an acclaimed record so like you know i'll buy that and then i'll listen to it constantly and i'll digest it and like respect it before i buy and move on to something else you know um so with that being said uh i've also put a lot more effort into like neil young where like i only knew harvest and harvest moon but it's like now i know there's tons of records that are like loved way more than those so like and then same uh, earlier today i made a comment about towns van zant like got very much into towns van zant mm-hmm. so with that uh I was like, I've always heard that John Prine is great. I'm going to listen to John Prine. And then at that exact moment, he had a new record coming out. And the first song that I heard off this record fucking floored me. And it's still to this day, my favorite song of the year. It's on this record. Um, he performed it on Colbert and had like Sturgill Simpson and someone else, uh, someone else, uh, I was, uh, was a woman, woman. I can't think of her name. Um, she's, uh, which makes me shitty because she's huge. She's super famous. <laughs> um, but she's a country star, Madonna, Bonnie, Ray. <laughs> neither of those things. Uh, but yeah, it's going to drive me crazy. I'll, I'll think about it later, but, um, that and the Oxnard band. Exactly. Uh, so, um, this record just like it, it it's beautiful um i'll always have a place uh, a huge like open place in my heart for a uh, elderly singer who's singing about the realization that he's dying soon yeah. as we got with david bowie as we got with leonard cohen um this is the last song in this record the the whole concept of like true forgiveness is just like letting go of all those things and you know preparing yourself for if there is an afterlife kind of a thing um so it's snarky it's funny it's it's charming it's witty it's dark it's all those things so uh i'm bummed i really tried hard I, my plan was to go to omaha to see him like two weeks ago in connor oh yeah that's he did right. the show that's right. and connor what connor opened and was also like his band leader yeah and i was gonna go and i was gonna try to like make a trip out of it and like go to uh see my mom's grave and all that sort of stuff but like finances and all this sort of stuff just it didn't pan out but i was bummed because i was like this would have been because he's i think he's from omaha so it's like hometown, hometown show, show with yeah. connor oberst i can make a, you know a bigger trip out of it but just financially it didn't work out for me but um i hope i still get to see him live before the inevitable because yeah. he is quite old and he's already had quite a lot of uh health just issues health issues yeah, yeah like i don't know if you've seen it like yeah throat cancer is yeah neck is part of his neck is removed Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff but the man can still sing and he can still write and 
Uh, it just, and it goes to show where it's just like, you know, cause so many people look at creativity as this, like this, this game for young people, this game for people of a certain age or of a certain, um, you know, demographic. And it's just like, nah, man, like you could, you can be doing anything and you can be extremely old and you can still be creative and you can still be flexing these muscles that you've been flexing your whole life to maybe no one paying attention. And it's like, yeah, that's great. That's like, that's like the carrot at the end of the stick where it's just like, everybody needs to pursue that, whatever that may mean, whether it's like, you know, stamp collecting or, or, right, or singing right, right. or songwriting. It's like, just follow that thing. Um, what, what, sorry, go ahead. what is interesting about him is like, and me, I'm sure he's not the only one, but it's like, you can kind of see like what he's done with music by the people who play on his record, by the people who like Connor's his band leader, like yeah, people yeah. go on. Like, t- when someone comes out of the woodwork to release a new album and Stephen Colbert is beside himself, excited, yeah, having, right, having right. him on the show where and, you're like, that's not something that you're normal. And have, and having Sturgill Simpson just play guitar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah I'll come hang out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll like, pay for my plane flight to get I mean, there. Isn't yeah. like Jason Isbell on the record. Yeah. Like, he yeah, like yeah, co-wrote yeah. songs on it. Like, yep. like it's all the songs are like co-written with like one of the songs, uh, uh, crazy producer who like went to jail, f- uh, from like the seventies, uh, fucking, um, uh, Phil Spector. Phil Spector. There's a song on the record that was like co-written by Phil Spector that like oh, they geez. brought back together. It's been sitting around. It's been sitting around and like uh, and like he's a credit on it. You know, and like uh, he did an interview. It's like uh, he'd had a interview with Terry Gross. Oh sure. And of course, like it's super good and super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's amazing in it. But like you know, uh, going over and like talking about all that, you're just like, there's just so much there. So this is one of the situations where it's like, if you've never listened to John Prine, like your super chunk thing, you can listen to this new record and be like, this is really fucking it's good. It's still the only record I've heard. And yeah, I really like me it too. Yeah. And you can, and now you should go back to his first, like, like a Leonard Cohen thing where you can go back to like his first three records. Right. Cause I still stand by the eighties were the worst time for everybody, everybody yeah. like, like singer songwriters that were like folk singers or whatever. <laughs> a lot of experimentation. going. The eighties came and everyone was just like, you should have electric organ. Right. And it all, was bad for yeah. everybody you need to wear white suits exactly so like yeah. you know the 80s were 80s and the 90s were very hard for these people but like you can count on the material from the 60s and 70s with any of these type of artists to now be shining in 2018 yeah. with the knowledge of what to and not to do and then also go with that stuff so yeah it's just, they strip away all their artifice it's just like well i've got nothing to prove now mm-hmm. i'm just I, i'm existing now i'm exactly just, I'm happy to be here uh, he also did a tiny desk section or oh. whatever that is oh, so right. fucking good. So yeah, nice. John Prine for life. Um, that was my number three. So now do I, my, my number three, yeah. uh, the Beths future me hates me. The Beths, the Beths. Beths. Anyone? Familiar. Anyone? Nope. Okay. <laughs> they're a band from New Zealand. Uh, they're, uh, Andy Greenwald was just like tweeting about this band like incessantly. And okay. I was like, the fuck is this band? And so I finally like went and listened to it and it just blew my, I mean, it's like if, if there was a band that was like made for me, I think this, like this is one of those bands. Alkaline Trio meets Rilo Kylie. <laughs> I was, no, I was, I was, with Davey having seen. Yeah. Oh my God. What a horrible portrait. I'll take it. No, it's like, uh, um, Maybe have it doing backups. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. This Brand, this is one of those bands to continue. I feel like there's a theme where like with the wall. Uh huh. Yes. Like it's uh, this is like pop punk adjacent with female vocals. That oh, wow. if you, if you told me this band 
tour with the Wonder Years and be like, oh, that makes sense. Sure. But really? they're on Car Park, so they're like they're not credible. Yeah. Never indie, the two shall meet. Yeah, yeah. credible yeah. indie rock that like we'll probably just play with like car seat headrest. Right, right. Like they, yeah, they toured Europe with Death Cab for Cute, or they think they're touring Europe with Death Cab. Like it's just Death Cab seems to be the band that can that can take those on tour. I mean, they took like Charlie Bliss. On, I mean, they're also on Barsook, so that kind of yeah, they're allowed to, but. <laughs> But yeah, like I feel like Death Cab is the one band that can be like, no, we're gonna we, we can, can t- we can down. take we yes. can take from both sides. Yes, totally. But like, I mean, this I listen to this record constantly. It's just so catchy, super fun. Um, is it their first LP? Yes, they did a, t- a CDR before. Oh wow! And like, I mean, and they're already clicking on all cylinders in their first. Record. I mean, cool. the record's on like the fourth press. Like it just like wow. Yeah, I saw them. They played a, a bar in in Boston. It was like. 150 cap. I mean, just then you're like, forget about it. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how dare you? Is that Boston? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how you guys talk out there? No, I, that, that's more in New York, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, that's sorry. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. I'm fucking driving here. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Accent but it, the show was super fun. I mean, it was packed. Like, it was just great. And now that, you know, they're coming back and playing, like, foreigner capital. I mean, they're just like, right. Yeah. You know, the, just, the logical ascension. Yeah. Thing. It's just cool. the record's so fun. Um, nice. I don't know what I'd compare it to cause I'm really bad at that, but, um, yeah. What would you write on your, the bionic records marketing sticker? Oh, Joey likes this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> better, better, listen, better buy it. Idiot. Listen yeah. now. Cause I'm currently listening to it. Cool. Cause yeah. Um, no, it's super good. Okay. The Beths and they're from New Zealand and that's weird. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Yeah, because um, the only, only export is Lord of the Rings from down there. <laughs> and Flight of the Concords. That's true. That's more. Yeah, that's more. Uh, I would say more important. Dan Smith. And that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, Dear Departed. You know. <laughs> um, uh, and my number two, please. Um, speaking of Death Cab for Cutie, Ooh. thank you for today. Honorable mentions list for me. This record could have been my number one, but it's not. Uh, you've got to look. Uh, yeah, I, this, I'll talk after. Go. This uh, this is their best record since Plans. Like, no question about it. I agree. I think. Okay. Uh, no shots, but Chris Walla leaving the band is the best thing that's happened to them. Um, I don't. Well, I mean, I would say I'm gonna go. Yeah. No, beca- <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what was the What was the last? good death cab record that you listen to all the time plans yeah there's three in the middle but I think, why is he to blame uh because he was he was a, a he produced all the records he was like but a, did he produce the, ones, the good ones yeah i've heard a lot i don't think he was very happy in the band yeah from, he, maybe because of like what the last couple sounded like as a producer, I feel he's like a pretty know. from uh, true. Yeah, I don't he's know. A, he's a pretty. Let's weird. continue, to, pretty, let's well, continue I, to talk for him. Okay. <laughs> As Chris, no, I just, yeah. I think get him leaving. Not that him leaving was the best thing, but like getting new life in the band, like the two new members. Uh, sure, yeah, like put some new life in the band. Maybe like brought some like the energy back. I don't know, but this record just it blew me away. Like how we were talking about Alkaline Trio, like mm-hmm. when. The, I'd go see him and they'd play new songs and be like, all right, let's, let's, let's get through these. Yeah, right. I went and saw death Cab twice in Boston to hear the new songs, dude. But let's, can we admit that the, what's the gold to go? Dude, that yeah. song grew on me. Yo, but the, just the repeating of the thing is like, I, I this, brush. dude, it's, it, is that what we're, is that the, the, no, that's on this record. 
It, it's oh, like, yeah. It was like a okay. single. Yeah. They, but it, and like that's that's my problem with fucking premieres. Like that song came out and I was just like, oh great, Uh-oh. this Death Guy record's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even. Like, I don't even. Honestly, I, I, I don't listen to. There's premieres so anymore. few bands, and there's like Death Guy's one of those bands where I I do. Yeah. And it's like I won't anymore because like I heard it in the context of the record, and I was like, oh no, I genuinely like this song. Yeah. And I don't mind the repeating. I don't like. It just like. This is like I think Death Cab like firing on all cylinders again, and I feel like it's been a long time since they were doing that. There are a few bands that um, when they put out a new record, regardless of like if I've heard the singles or whatever, I'll just be like, I'm just gonna, I'm at a record store right now, and there it is. I'm gonna yeah. buy it to support blind, this blind band. Buy. Exactly. Yeah, and like I'll probably it'll be like you know I feel like for a really long time Weezer's always been the the comment of like you can count on at least one or two good songs, but now I feel yeah, like I don't you think can't. That's, no. I don't think that, that that hasn't happened for a long we're time. Pat, we're far but that long. used to be the thing you yes. could say. Um, you could say that back. It's about Alkaline Trio at this point or something like that. You could be like you can you can really, you can count on a handful of good songs, yeah. but. Um, I remember putting on the death cap record and be like, wow, this is uh, their best work in a really, 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 really long time. It's just, I mean, to the point where like I enjoyed narrow. St- I think actually narrow stairs is a great record. I think this one's better. Um, codes and keys is, I don't listen to. No, I never, Kitsugi, I think has some good songs, but like, I just don't go back to those records. Whereas like, yeah, yeah I, I listened to it a few times. It's like, all right, I have another death cap record. Cool. But like this one, like, I listen to and I continue to listen to. I mean, that as as a as a record, it front to back, it makes so much more sense than all their all the previous Codes and Keys and Kitsungi. Like the there was just like it didn't feel cohesive for yeah. me. And I mean, I, that song "60" in punk like blows my mind. It's great. Like that's my second favorite song of the year. Like, yeah. I mean, literally, like when I like legacy bands, like I don't want to see them play new songs. Like. Just play the songs I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And like, because that bands are jukeboxes. Exactly. That's, right. That's and what I mean, we need out of them. <laughs> yeah. And just hear like going to like these new songs live. Like it, it just like was exciting to hear. And yeah, you it's know, a, they actually play a fair amount of them. Yeah. They probably played like, I think they played like six or seven of them. Oh wow. That's way more than I would have expected. They also played for like three, yeah, they two, played hours. Like two hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's where they're at now as a band. Sure. I'm not mad at that. No, yeah. they also played title track one night, which was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. That's, that's cool. great. Um, that's sick. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love this record. I blew like same thing. Like I was like, I need that death cab. I'll, I'll buy it. But like, it was not expecting this. At yeah, all. yeah. 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 It definitely just, yeah, it definitely just came out and was like, Oh cool. New death cap. Oh wow. This is really good. Yeah. I also ride for a band. They're on a major still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ride for a major, a band on a major label that, uh, has, a step above standard vinyl packaging. Oh yeah. yeah. They, they care about it still. Yeah. yeah. And well, they still work with Barsook on all the pressing. I mean, the Barsook is still on most of the stuff. Yeah. But I was just, I was happy to see that. I'm like, cool. It has like, it's not just, it's not a, 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 a black single LP, single LP maybe, sleeve maybe for $35. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But with, I made no download code. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks guys. Yeah. Download codes. I think are done. Uh, a lot of them are. Yeah. Do you still know I'm six hundred? Unfortunately, it's just funny to me. Like I, I, we, I have noticed I mean, recently. I'm like, oh, these we were looking yeah. at how many people download. Oh, it's so few. I'm it's sure. yeah. Do you what? I'm unfamiliar with this. Do you have to pay? Do you have to pay into that as a label? N- no, we're able to just do them. Like, do is them the cost basically just the p- the tiny piece of paper? Yeah, it's the pressing because we don't. We just send PDFs to the pressing plant, so it's like we have to pay for them to print them and cut them. Yeah, right. That's it. Which, which is yeah. I mean, well, yeah. It's so not using but it's like the thing is though, if you don't like do that, it, yeah. like the one percent who download will just complain on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like, this label's terrible. No download. Code, yeah. Really. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
stupid. I just give mine away on, on my Instagram stories. It's great. And, and then that, that way people are just like, oh, you're not going to buy the record, but you'll download it. Sure. Yeah, you'll it's a new soul seek. listen to it. Yeah, it's a new soul seek. <laughs> that still exists. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. My number two record is the nothing record, Dance on the Blacktop. We talked about I, I You knew, knew I was going to have this. knew it. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's not as, it's not their strongest record, but like, I just, I can't, I, I love this band so much. I just can't believe that, um, they've been able to, uh, you know, still grow in popularity. Uh, whereas like, you know, it just seems like they, they are so focused on their, their art and their creation of the art and working with like Mark McCoy on the art with like super unsettling. Like it, there's, Oh yeah. I like, I opened it and Kate was looking and she's like, Oh my God. I'm like, I know I'm sorry. I'm just taking this upstairs right away. Um, and so, and then the fact that that people will like show up to their shows and invest money into it where it's just like, it's just weird, weird art that's being done by these, you know, like delinquent dudes who are like barely able to keep things together. Um, I mean, that just from my outside observation, mm-hmm. knowing a little of Nikki as a human being, but, um, it just, the fact that they also, um, they're, they're not, they're not reinventing themselves, but they're just adding like in a, in a way a band, like, uh, you know, I love Mogwai, love Mogwai to death, but like, they're like, I know what I'm getting for every single record. Like they're really not adding much besides like, Oh yeah, we got some vocals now, which that didn't exist, you know, whatever, seven or eight years ago but nothing reminds me of the same thing where, but they are adding stuff. They're continually being like, Hey, this is what we're going to do now. We're not pushing too much guys, not pushing too much, but we're just adding this element to it. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I love the band so much. And I don't, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like, Oh, this is the record you need to start off with. Um, Cause it's not, it's not their best. No, it's a good record. It's a really good record. It's a good record. It's not their best though. No. So, but it's funny that what I've noticed now is that they have become a band, even though they only, let's say they have three records. They have like some material before in the split and everything like that. But like they've become a band that, uh, which is a great thing for a band where you have their fans, uh, very strongly standing by what they think their best record is. Yeah. You know, like of the three, there's yeah. people that ride really like I ride really hard for tired of tomorrow. Yep. I think that's their best record. Yeah. yeah. But when I remember I said that online and kids were like, what? Really? Yeah. I, I yeah. Think hands down. That's their best. Record. Yeah. But people yeah. Are like, no man, the, the, uh, guilty of everything. Guilty of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a, I think that's a cool record. Right. But I, I and I, like I, I don't have anything wrong with it. It's a cool record, but I think they found their sound. Yeah. yeah. It's, and so tired, I ride hard for tired of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I feel there's songs on this new record that I'm like, Whoa, this sounds, I mean, it's obvious. It's like, this sounds so much like a hum song. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Which is like, of it sounds course, like, that's yeah, their, that's what like they're ride. going for. Like every, yeah, everything they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I like the fact that it's like, they can still, um, even though so many other bands obviously exist in that genre that they can still be like, no, we can do it better than most of you guys. Like, and not like they're trying to flex, like they're like competing with other bands, mm-hmm. but they can just be like, Oh no, like we, you know, we are very comfortable in doing what we are doing and, you know, not pushing the limit too much to where we're like, not going to even sound like you know, the same yeah. band or whatever. Cause yeah, if they put out a record that was like stretching too much, I think most people would be like, Ooh guys, like, you know, you, you got to ease into that. But yeah. yeah, I also appreciate that when they play live now, you can hear the vocals. Yeah, same. for sure. Cause he, I mean, yeah, he actually like, can command that now as opposed to before where he's just like, Oh yeah, I just, I don't want to sing. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> right. So, uh, that was my number two. You're number two, Jeremy, right? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, my number two, breaking the law, breaking the law, boy genius. 
It's the boy genius EP. Okay. Here, here's where I I'm going to argue with it. Here's no. where I'm going to defend. Here's where I'm going to defend why I put this on the thing. Um, yo, Def Heaven has records that are only a couple songs, and uh, granted, they're uh, three times as long. I was as say, this. yeah, we're talking <laughs> about lengths, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, 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 the devil's but, advocate over but, here. But, but, but I'm going to just go with s- s- tracks. So, uh, what? There's six songs on this. Six yeah. Songs, yeah. Yeah, uh, Kanye West calls some of those records he's been putting seven out as, as as full lengths, right? And those are like six or seven songs. Yeah, so we're talking lengthwise, though, buddy. So it's a, it's here's it's my an, thing. Here's my extended thing. play. I was like, I should put, I could put that on there. And I was like, it's like, I think it's twenty, 20 minutes. Like yeah. And then I and I was like, no, I can't. It's it's got six songs. And I was like, well, maybe I'll put. I really like that Vince Staples record. I'll put that on. Like, it's eleven songs, but it's like twenty two minutes, but it has like. To like, would you call suicide? Skits. Would you call suicide files twilight a full length? Yes. Yes. I know my argument doesn't make sense. Sixteen but, minutes long, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I think nineteen, but you're something but, like that. You know. Your but point. that's right. But yeah, but it was like so. I started going with like length. It's just like I'm a, just a total hypocrite. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like yeah, but like, battles. It's, you know. Right. It is. It is a losing proposition when you're especially when you're talking about placing it across like we were talking about portrayal guilt record in my head i was like this can be an honorable mention because it's only but it's like yeah do i want a 25 minute record of that no No. absolutely not so it's 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 a hard yeah especially when you're talking about us three where we're just like so you know nearly focused about these dumb details that like no No one cares cares about about. and here's the thing too also is like i think the rule should be changed i feel like eps are three or four songs after that you can you call what you want because right. like if it's like, if it could fit on a seven inch it's an EP. Here's, the, here's what I think, and Ooh. this is <laughs> Ooh, that's strong. That's strong. If uh, fit on a, yeah, you got like on a one sided twelve inch. That's what I'm, that's that's what we need to talk about. Okay, yeah. uh, seven <laughs> I agree because like if it's on Spotify, if it's I think four, I think it has to be more than four songs to get bumped up to not the singles. Yeah. So like. What do you mean to get bumped up? Like, because there's like albums and then there's singles. And if it's something's oh, four to fall into the category. Yeah. Yes. Like, so this would fall into okay, the albums it. category because it. it's, it's, it's six. six songs. Exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I know that you would have put this on your list. Absolutely. I don't know if you would have, um, I, I, it would have been a probably an honorable mention for the same reasons of Joey not putting it on his list. <laughs> uh, no one needs me to ramble more about this. I've rambled enough about it that we probably all have, but like, it's again super group done right great like just showing how incredible these three people are at songwriting that they can just get in a room do you are you do you know how i'm curious actually i'm asking as like not like a i know that i'm asking i'm wondering do you know how long they were in the studio uh, i think only like they went few days right oh it was real quick like yeah they it like, felt very punk rock yeah i think they they all kind of came in with, with some ideas like ideas i think they each came in with like two song ideas right got together flushed it all flushed out, out the rest yeah recorded it that's so cool i know julian uh because before i did that talk house thing i i i hit up julian and i was like hey like i don't want to speak out of turn like can i ask you i was like i i admit that i haven't read any of the interviews or anything like that can i just ask you a couple questions she was like i'm happy you haven't read any of the interviews i'd rather you just ask me directly <laughs> I'm like of course so it was like uh she told me that like one of the songs that she brought was a b-side from turn out the lights that didn't they ended up not using like 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 they they used like they ended up recording it for this yeah uh maybe it was was a souvenir or was it the other one I'm trying to remember. One of them sounds more like a Julian song than the other. 
might be the I, Julian I think, song. I think that's Souvenir. I don't remember. Like, but, it sounds like it could have been. Like, you can hear, like, the Me and My Dog song. That sounds like a Phoebe song, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, and you can the, see where the threads are. Right? right, and the Salt in the Wound song, I think, is very much a Lucy song. I'm trying to figure out who, if... if if Solomon is a Lucy or Phoebe or if catch Mida, I can't, those are the two that I'm not hundred percent. I think bite, bite the hand and salt the wound are, are, Salt are the are Lucy, songs, Lucy songs, um, which are fucking incredible. So, like, but, but the point of this is like, even though you can kind of like get the vibe that it's this person's thing originated from. Yeah. The adding the two. Oh yeah. yeah. It sounds, it's like a keeps, piece of rap. Keeps it, keeps it sounding like it's not just like, Oh, we're going to throw two, our thing. Two, two, two. Exactly. It's like a, like a three way yeah. split. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, uh, I mean, this is like completely not, I mean, it's somewhat tangentially, it's like the Casket Lottery small brown bike split, mm-hmm. like getting the bands record, like actually recording the songs together and like writing the songs together. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sort of stuff where you're just like, dude, that is amazing because all they're doing is adding awesomeness on top of awesomeness. And it's the same, yep. it's the same exact thing where you're just like, oh yeah, the idea originated with this person, but it's only brought to life with the other two people in the room. And I think you and I both agree. The, the last song of the, oh. the, the Idaho song. What's the catch them Idaho. Get, get, yeah. yeah, yeah. Catch them Idaho. That forget it. Yeah. What a song. Like, uh, when you like throughout the whole thing, they're harmonizing constantly with one another. But when you hear it done with quiet music and hearing the three of them together, I think it's such all, like a simple, simple song. Yeah. That's just like give me just, the three of them harmonizing. I could fucking I'll I'll swim in that right all day long, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. all day, and then getting to see that live just the other night, yeah. I was it was so moving and just awesome. Uh, just getting to see three young artists fucking just killing it at the top of their game, yeah, and just you could you could just feel the respect and love that they all have for one another too, which is just like so admirable. So. Yeah. Uh, if you live under a fucking rock and you haven't listened to this boy genius EP, uh, do it immediately. Yeah. So that's my number two. And you can do your number one. Oh, and oh my God, yeah, dude. Here it is. Here it is. Numero uno. I'm going to check my list just to make sure I can yeah, sing the right sure one. Um, <laughs> You're like number one. It's the boy genius. EP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh damn shit. It. <laughs> uh, the daughter's album. Wow. You won't get what you want. So you, okay. So you were, you, cause I mean, I saw that you saw them recently Yes, and I, like I, I rode so hard for daughters for a long time. Like yes. you know, I was obsessed with them and I, I found, I found their new LP for me. Uh, it just, I, it's a, it's unpenetrable so far. Like I haven't found my hooks into it yet. Uh, tell me, tell me. Start a track two. Okay. Track- that was my problem. Track one, tra- track one, is, it's very long. And yeah. once you understand the record, yeah. you will like track one. Okay. Track one is hard because it's like, it's, it's, it's like five it's minutes. It's unlistenable. It's, yeah. it's five minutes and it's him. Yeah. Meandering. Right. Whatever. I have always respected daughters. Mm-hmm. When hell songs came out, I was the dickhead. It was like, they're not screaming anymore. I'm mad. Yeah. And which I was stupid. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like I wasn't a Jesus lizard fan. So I just, I just didn't get it. I was like, I like when he screamed. I like Canada songs. Yeah. Um, which is but, a nor- which is normal response. <laughs> so like I, I, I was, and I, I've only seen them t- live twice up until now. And I just saw them the other night, like okay. the other week. And it was the, if I had not seen boy genius, I was like, not only was that 
was seeing daughters the best show that i've seen this year it's the best show that i have seen in several years i've seen them i saw them at fucking Hellfest with you oh yeah in like oh, yeah. 2002 or whatever that was yeah. that was the first time i seen them and then the next time i saw them uh my old band was on tour and we dropped a show to go see them and coalesce in pittsburgh <laughs> that's great and respect and like uh at what they used to rely on was being gross of course like that was the shtick it was like it was like lex uh, lex yeah, yeah lex yeah. would go up there and Small spit all over himself yeah, yeah. he got arrested in la for having his dick out on stage like that was what you would expect to go see daughters you right. know just like him being gross now my man is sober and he's coming out there with like a very nice tight suit like they're all primped and look like the phrase dialed in could yeah. not be more perfect for this thing. Like also they play the echo, which is the worst sounding venue in Los Angeles, maybe California. <laughs> right. I do not like the way that venue sounds. It's wrong. downstairs. They played upstairs. Oh, they, play, okay. they sounded so fucking good. It turns out their guitar player is a sound guy in Providence at a venue. So like, uh, I think that he lets the sound guy like, hey guys every day. I think he lets the sound guy have it pretty hard. Like he lets the sound guy run the show, but he's really running the show kind of sure, a thing. Sure. Like I think they have like three hour sound checks every day, which I'm sure makes the other band members want to fucking kill themselves. Take yeah, a yeah. long walk off a short pier. <laughs> but, um, uh, so Lex still is, does gross stuff, but it's like, it's like, throughout the show he starts taking off a little more clothing or whatever he starts scratching himself or whatever but it, like it doesn't feel like oh this is what he does it's like this is part of the show this is th- really happening and i'm yep. watching this thing and uh i know i was f- enthralled by it because like i had to go i should i should take a picture of this yeah you know what i'm saying like i couldn't like the idea of looking at my phone was like not even not even that like i was I could not take my eyes off the stage. I was so fucking blown away. And so this new record, once you can find your way in, right? Holy shit, dude. It's like what, when you used to be like, Oh, like it sounds like Jesus is thing. Now it's like, like Nick Cavey. It's like all these different things. Like it's right. It's uncomfortable. It sounds sinister. You as like a soundtrack guy. Yeah. There are elements of it that sound, it straight up just sounds like a horror movie. It sounds like a horror movie score with a man genuinely coming unhinged. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking good. And I, I cannot stop listening to it. Okay. So I, I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've tried more than once to be like, yeah. Cause I mean, once pe- people started talking so glowingly about it, I was yeah. like, what, what's the what hubbub? missing? Yeah yeah. 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 And I listened to it and I was kind of like, okay, but yeah, I still, I need to, yeah, I just need to be more directional in my listening. Oh, so see, that was this, I, I was same thing. And I was like, Oh, listen, I put on the first song and I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was like an abrasive error? and not, it was like abrasive in an uncomfortable way. Yeah. 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 That, I was like, I don't want to listen to this. Did and you guys listen to any of the song premieres? Did you? Did you? Mm-hmm. Know? Okay. Nope, didn't touch so it. you have not experienced the song. There's like a song, like track six or seven or something oh, like that. Okay. Which was like the first single off of it, which is the first thing that I had heard, and I was uh-huh. like, Whoa! I think I really like Daughters again. Like, yeah. whoa. Um. Uh. Name the song. You're gonna have to edit this while I look this up, so I don't it's seem funny. like a total poser right now, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's uh, a total crucial song, bro. Yeah, it's. I'm just trying to get the title of it. It's uh, daughters. Uh, the reason it's track track eight. The song, the reason they hate me. Okay, it, it's 
catchy as fuck. Like really? they wrote a catchy song wow. with like a chorus and it's upbeat and it's like the lyrics are like angsty and piss. Like I cannot fucking recommend this record enough. Okay. I, I'm it's funny, there was a point when Touche was when we did that single mother's Gatchaway tour, uh we almost had daughters. It was supposed to be Touche Daughters Gatchaway. Oh wow. And last minute things happened. They couldn't do it. Uh their drummer tour manages Black Veil Brides. Wow. Which I understand is a paycheck. Like, yes. like I mean like yeah. I'm not speaking for him. Like I'm sure he enjoys it. No, 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 no. But, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's like this is his gig. That, that's, right. that yeah. probably pays him pretty handsomely. So I get it. So like they weren't able to do it. After watching them at that show, I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm so happy. <laughs> like not happy, but I'm really I would have like, how are we following, following that? that. Yeah. I would have the hardest time following that. Like it's funny. It's it's like when you see I mean different worlds, but when you see turnstile and you go, Oh, I don't want to play right. after Whoops. that ever. Yeah, yeah. Never do I want to play after that. That's how I felt watching this. There I I don't understand daughters. Like I'm my connection to daughters is Canada songs and like that's yeah. literally it. So yeah. like like oh daughters is back. The shows are sold out. Like who likes daughters? Like I didn't know there was an audience that was like yeah. riding for daughters like today you know like, how there's just this is the phenomenon where a band cannot be active and then all of a sudden be active yeah. again and everyone just kind of comes out and goes like oh no we all want to support this but i didn't yeah. know like i didn't know they were ever popular like it's just like i never I, it was basically the tail the tail well i mean who put out this record was uh ipecac okay which yeah, is exactly. a new which is a new thing because yeah. they had been on hydra head Hydrahead, yeah so they put out and between hell songs which is when they changed and this there was the record the self-titled record which came out i think like at this point seven years ago yeah, something like that and i think around that time i can't i don't i'm i don't know this for sure but it, i felt like it was sort of yeah overlooked it, maybe oh totally it was it was a shoulder shrug people were just like mm-hmm, yeah Right. And yeah. I, I didn't realize that they played in LA last year. I guess they played at the Echoplex last year. I, oh, didn't, I didn't even know realize that. that. No, um, we were probably not home, but like, and I don't know that I would have gone. Go, yeah. Cause like this new record wasn't out yet. I wasn't as familiar with, with the last record. Yeah. Um, I know they don't play Canada songs live. No, at all. They yeah, haven't for years. It's abandoned. Yeah. So I was, you know, like, I don't know that whatever. Um, but now that this is out or whatever, it made me be like, I need to revisit those other records. Yeah. And now I have, and I like them. Yeah. But I think to your point, I think basically they, they got vaulted in the, uh, the sort of Hydra head territory of just like, you know, like the, Oh, if this band ever comes back and like is, is going to do something then in the same way, I mean, not in the same way that like, you know, if botch were to do a reunion or right. whatever, but they had a little bit of that rub off on them where it was like, Oh yeah, like this is an important record. There's band, not that they sound alike at all, but yeah. there's bands in this world where in people who like that probably like Yesu and where you'd be like, yeah. where you'd be like, like, like are, how do Yesu shows do? And you're like, Oh, they do well. People yeah. go and see Yesu, but you're like, who are those? Who's Who's, who are these people? Totally. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. 55 year old dudes. <laughs> right. For Yesu. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the crowd for daughters was very all over the place. You could tell there was like the very, not to say just because it's on Ibikak, but like kids who you could tell like Mike Patton ish type stuff. Of course. And then there's, there was like random punk kids, random hardcore kids, you know, it was like, totally. all, it was a really cool mix of C- people's kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Backpack patch. Kids. Totally. I talked way too much about my number one, but there yeah, you go. Daughters okay. fucking right. shit. Okay. Uh, 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 <sighs> you, you can toss uh, it either. Uh, good, no matter what. Uh, Joey. Uh, my number one, uh, funny enough, the third year in a row, a band from Australia, middle kids, lost friends. 
middle kids. Nope. <laughs> Joe, Scott <dude>. Arnold. <laughs> Jeremy, this is really, this is strange. Cause like, yeah, yeah this is oh. like, yeah, like I, I, said, like, I have no, like there's a good, yeah, 30% of your list that I'm like, I've literally never even heard of the band. We're all learning, you know. <laughs> this is a learning process. Yeah, maybe that's why Joey was so scared. Be like, yeah. I don't think our lists are going to be the same at all. And I don't know what's going to be the list. We had, yeah. I don't know what your number one is, but drug church. I do know what your number one is. Now that I'm talking, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I do know what your number one is. Uh, yeah, that drug church has an overlap, and yeah. whatever Ray's number one is, <laughs> whatever Jesus piece. But you didn't put them on the list. But. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of possibles on the list. Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's okay. Wow. Um, hey, you're growing. Not friends anymore. I know. Wow. I'm with the Boston. Yeah. Go, go Sox. Yeah. No, don't go Good Sox. Good hunting or whatever. Um, What's your, what? Uh, but middle kids, lost yeah. friends. Um, what is this? Indie rock band from Australia. The internet tells me they sound like the Cranberries meet the National. Wow. Um, <laughs> which, when after I read that, I was like, Oh, I can kind of hear that. Vocals? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> uh, her vocals kind of remind me of the woman from Florence and the Machines. Like kind of like, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just a machine, by the way, not Florence oh, and the Machines. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yes. Um, theatrical. Le- not, but not theatrical, but just kind of that, that same, like, yeah, kind of operatic. I, I, okay. I, um, and it's just, it's, it's one of those records. Like I think they do pretty well in Australia and they, same thing. They did it like a U.S. tour when this record came out. How did it come across your, they were band that kind of were music blogs constantly <laughs> Australia, New Zealand or Joey's. <laughs> yeah. You, you think so. Um, they were a band that were kind of, uh, put on our, like six one three and radar. Like not that we ever had a chance, but like in one of our like group calls or something like, Oh, I think, someone was in Australia and was like, oh, I saw this band middle kids at like a festival or something. And so when this record came out, I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll check it out. Cause it's on domino. Um, mm. and which is like, Oh, this band's real good. Uh, and who did they play with when they were here? I don't know. Cause they did a full us headliner in like smaller rooms and I didn't go. And they, but they did the thing where they, they just did another U S tour and it was seven Much shows. Bigger, oh, seven it was shows. bigger rooms. It was like, I think, New York, I think Chicago. New York, yeah. Brooklyn, Chicago, like they didn't play two, Boston. Two shows in like, Brooklyn. Yeah. No, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they didn't even play like San Francisco. Like, wow. And they were, maybe. yeah, like, yeah. but just like, yeah, we don't need to do the, the, yeah, the rest we'll do, of it. We'll do the, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do the Northeast. We'll do, the, we'll do uh, two shows. We'll in the, the, West Coast. The, we're the things that, the things that matter, uh, but it was, you know, same thing, bigger rooms. But it's just, it's one of those records when I was putting together my list. I was like, is that really my number one record? And I was, <laughs> but literally any time I was like, what do I want to listen to? And I was like, God, I can't think of anything. I was like, I'll just put on that middle kids record. And it just, I would always go back to it. Yeah. And it just was like, how can it not be my number one? Like I listened to this record more than, aside from the first four panic songs, this more than anything else. And it just, it just has always stuck with me. There's a song called Maryland. When did the record come out? Pretty early, out, early in the year. Yes, like April, May. Oh, okay, yeah. um, that's that's definitely domino. Yeah, and it it just uh, there's the song Maryland's my favorite song of the year. Um, okay. This is um, sound like a broken record. It kind of reminds me of Riley Kiley, <laughs> but I think it could also just be my desperation for yeah. Your your constant. I searching. cannot wait for you to get into Nico Case. <laughs> I cannot wait. That, sure, it'll scra- just, it'll I, scratch that itch. Well, there's a new Jenny Lewis record coming out next year. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, she just announced that what yesterday yeah yeah so you're just gonna automatically put that in the number one so that, that yeah, we've already think... predicted it for next year that's good <laughs> was your was your last record did you love it was, that? yeah it didn't i don't think it was my number one but because i'm sure it was on my list that was the list um but yeah i i love this record um i guess i got some homework today all right yeah, yeah. List. middle, middle kids yeah okay. um and a third three piece and oh wow super fucking good young sure yeah. i don't even know what they Fair. look like okay i watched a video once i don't even know what they look like. <laughs> I, I love it yeah uh, yeah yeah, you, well, sound, yeah. yeah you, you sound like scott arnold by saying that <laughs> like, no, I, I love like scott would always be like yeah i love this record like do you, do you know where they're from nope do you know anything about them nope not a thing i mean i know that i, like I know music. her <laughs> the woman and i believe i don't know if it's the drum another member are married and there's a third member that's cool. yeah um yeah so listen to middle kids okay. all right and come see them if they play your uh, city with more than a million people living in it. <laughs> Your cool city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know my number one record, the Pianos Pick Up the Teeth record, yep. obviously. Uh, that, yeah. It, it, Doctor it, No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you When did you think of it and just saved it for the number one? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Dr. Noah is the Oxnard band. Did you That's literally good. just think of it or did it come to you a while? Yeah, was during, just, during, during uh, maybe about 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, I'm saving that. And that's it. Thank, I, you. thank you very much. Uh, I'll see you next year, guys. That, yeah, like that wouldn't have not even come into my brain at all. Yeah, it was I Dr. No. Yeah, it'll repeat. Yes. That's always the band. It's okay. Sorry, I had to do that to you. It's fine, Dr. <laughs> Noah. At first, it took me a minute to be, yes, understand what you're saying now. Understand what you're saying. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there, I mean, you hit all the points on Piano's the Piano's record. Teeth, yeah. yeah, the record is just it's yeah. It came out in February. I remember what I, I pre-ordered it in like you know November or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just it was it's the band continually evolves. They uh, like you said continually make sure they are putting the most effort they possibly can to make these songs. Like you can just feel the like anytime you can feel the work put into the songs where you're just like, man, you shaved off these edges to make just this beautiful, beautiful piece of music. There's no wasted time. There's no wasted moments. Everything, uh, everything is in its place. And it's just, I saw what, cause they came out, I think they came out like it was like, maybe they played in like March or April. I, I saw them at the Regent. With um, me without you. Yeah. 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 And watching them was just like, oh, it was just, it, it just, you know, it, it, it like almost brings me to tears to yeah. watch the band do what they do so well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've now gotten to that point where it's just like, we always joked where it's like, oh, uh, you know, a good year is when Jimmy world puts out a new record. Yeah. Like when pianos puts out new music, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's going to be a good year. Like was the record, the record wasn't out yet when they played, right? The or record had, I think, well, yeah. Cause they, I think, I thought they had come out like maybe a month or so after. I, it, it, the time is because in my head, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen them. Yeah, since I feel like that record album. wasn't out because I went to that yeah. too. Also, yeah. Then, then you're I, right. Maybe yeah. they'd announced the record, or like, that's probably right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I think, yeah, put I think, a song up or yeah, I think Kyle, like I think Kyle had sent me like a song or two to be like like after I saw him at that right. show. So yeah, it might have been like whatever December of you know 2017 or whatever yeah but yeah I just the uh yeah and they I, they didn't play any of the songs at all so right but yeah it they and I just wish like because now they're that band that's in that area of like well yeah we all like are comfortable in our lives at home and like you know like yeah we're all creating music and we're being creative but like you know they're, they're not, not touring hard right and so it's like I just and I just wish they were located out here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I'm bummed because I yeah I haven't seen these songs live and I so desperately want to yeah and it's uh yeah it's just I'm so 
I just hope that people continue to invest in the band as far as just like, oh yeah, like they're still worth, you know, booking shows for. Like, you know, that they're just not going to like fade quietly into the night. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I fear that sometimes that bands, once they make that huge sonic shift, that a lot of people that, you know, are like, oh, maybe they'll go back, you know, maybe thrice will play Deadbolt again. It's just like, that guys, that train's left a station ten years ago. They like, did on this whole tour. I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the point, the point. Boom. Yeah, the point. The point stands of like people yeah. wanting the. the I mean, the effect that they think they didn't thrice make a shirt or something. They just said play play Deadbolt, Deadbolt exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so I just hope that people continue to invest in pianos like they should be continually because of the. Uh, I mean, like I said earlier, I haven't really listened to this record a ton. Yeah, but I mean, keep you as light years better than the previous record like long after. Yeah, so yeah. when I, I enjoyed those records, so, so good, yeah. you know, they, I mean, they, in my mind, they have not, they have not released a stinker. They have not released something that I'm just like, Oh, I'm okay with. I'm like every record I celebrate in the hardest way possible. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I like with all the bands that came up around the same time, touche, a lot of speed, yeah, pianos, defeater, all these up on when every, when all of that was happening, they're always, they were always like, the band, I was like, they, they need to be bigger than everyone. Right, right. <laughs> they got this dialed in better than all of us. Right. <laughs> but, you know, unfortunately, yeah. they, they got surpassed, but uh, like a lot of us did, um, by other bands, but like, by they, Avenged Sevenfold, I know. But, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, that like, you know, I, I still stand by, it. I think they're the best of any of them, you know, of, of any of us. But I, like, I, I'm mesmerized by what they do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Listen to that record. It's fucking great. So good. Well, do you guys have any closing thoughts? We, we did this. This is probably, this could be the longest one we've ever done. I don't know. I don't know. What are we at? I don't I, I don't have a actual timer, but it's a, it's a very large sound file. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of squigglies here. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, yeah. we talked for a while before we started this though. We did. Yeah. We did a good half an hour, but yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm very glad we that we got it. to do this in person rather than over Skype and yeah, it's easier to do it in person. It's much easier. Next year in Boston. That's fine. We'll come out. Great. I was buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a basement. Right. You guys can share a couch bed. But that'll be good. Well, then, we'll, and we also obviously have to do the uh, the best of, what are, what did we do? The best of. We did 2017, but I don't, or in tw- 2007, I think. Yeah. But I don't know if I have my, I know my, two, I know. No, we did tw- 2008. But my 2009 and 2010, I'm missing a couple. I know. I we'll, know. we'll figure it out. I've though. got a lot. Because that was a really fun episode to look yeah. back on our records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. We should do that again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I love you guys. Thank you very much. Thank See you. you. <laughs> Please, this is another reminder from Nitsa and myself. Do not drive stoned. It slows your reaction time. And it puts yourself in danger and everybody else around you. Please stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Do not get a DUI, okay? Please be safe this holiday season. Now, that's that's the show. Okay, talk to you next week. Hey, Miles. Yes. It's Jack from work. Yes, hi. Did you know that we host a daily news and culture podcast where people can I go to get caught up on know, what is yes. happening? Are you yes, are you confused about that? You're talking about the Daily Zeitgeist show to that we do sure every day. Make sure you knew and that everybody knew that you could listen to us every day, twice a day, talk about what is happening and they could learn everything without feeling 
the life drain from their soul. Yeah, I think at the Daily Zeitgeist, we like to give people a balance of just enough news that they feel informed and just enough laughs that they're not overwhelmed and can have a decent day after listening. So guys, listen to the Daily Zeitgeist on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free.